Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you, that gentleman to my... whatever. Uh, is Adam Bergstrom at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick Timpone. Hi, Adam. Well, you were, morning, you were in the green room, but you don't look green, so you're, you're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. Rating after our crypto. And then we had... I don't know, some kind of technical thing that I don't even care about because we're, we're on. It worked. I don't, it's one of those days, one of those days. Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition is his hardcover book. He is Sunsync Nutrition and SolarTiming.com. He's on the first Monday of the month, generally at 10 o'clock, but at SolarTiming.com, there you, there you are. Uh, and Adam's just, just telling me off the air, Mr. Bergstrom, this is, um, you guys are really going through it out there in California. Tell everybody what's happening out there in the way of in the Matrix. A Tell them what the Matrix is apocalypse. doing. The Matrix. The zombie apocalypse. We're considered the people who are killing people out here by not getting vaccinated. Really? And actually, look at where, they, where do the outbreaks occur. In over-vaccinated countries, right. Israel, India, the Seychelles, if I'm pronouncing those islands correctly, uh, Vietnam, those are the places. They were fine until they started vaccinating. <laughs> I know. Uh, did you see Ron Paul with the, with the head of the health? Did you see that video? Man, he really, and this guy, he was just so amazing, Adam, if you haven't seen it. You know, and you know, Ron. I mean, Rand Paul was so on it. Like, do you see the the Israel study? I mean, you can see the Israel study, and the guy says, "Well, we're looking at all of uh, you know, all of the research in our in our science." And it shows the guy. It's like you know, these people. You know, they don't even care. You know, they got them right, Adam. They just have a they have a plan, and they're going to do it. They're going to do and it. so most people here listen to the mainstream news. Yeah. So they're legitimately afraid of us. I mean, uh, I've seen people when they know we're unvaccinated walk past us. Oh come fast on! Come on! No. And hold their breath. I'm serious. How do they, they know you're unvaccinated? How do they know? Well, they uh, they find out. They find out. And we're shutting up about it now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody, man. You opened our big fat mouth at the farmer's market. You know, the farmer's market's supposed to be so cool. Everybody's into health food. But no, they're all getting vaccinated. You're There's kidding. There's a few of us holdouts. And we, like, have secret little uh, conversations together when we're allowed to. Well, how do they know if you're unvaccinated or not? Well, we we told them at the beginning, so they know our uh, our, our deal. And also, to get any place, uh, we're not allowed to go to uh, any of the shows or entertainment or the movies or any concerts or anything. Uh, this time of year, we usually go to uh, somebody uh, that we know that's a celebrity to their concert. We're not allowed to go. What do you mean you're not allowed? They're, they, you just can't go? No, you're not allowed. You have to have a vaccine passport, passport to get in any place. Come you on. have to have proof of Is it that bad out there now in California? Oh, yeah. No, no testing. No testing. You have to be vaccinated. They don't care about the tests. And companies are firing people left and right. Well, you guys are crazy dudes. Now, wait a minute. Are you saying, so just to go to some concert or some some place in California right now, they're asking, they're, they want a vaccine passport. You got to have a 
document that you've been vaxxed? You have to have a document and to get to the zoo. To get to the zoo, to anything you want to go to, practically. Uh, ah, stores, uh, a lot of cer- certain stores, but mostly entertainment venues. Like ah. if you want to go to a play, if you want to go to a movie, if you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to the zoo, if you want to go to the museum, you better show your passport. No no testing. You can't show your tests. You have to show your, your vaccine, basically your paper. You're to be vaccinated with I forget what shot they're up to now. I, I think just to the second shot. Yeah. Was it, you have to actually show it for three? I don't think you have to show. I think you only have to have two so far here. But they'll be up to three and then four sure, and then sure. five. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I saw a clip of Fauci. They're already uh, wanting to move the term fully vaccinated to three or something like that, right? So you got to have two, right. one and two boosters and... Uh, so, I mean, I can't even believe we're having this conversation. I mean, it's so, it's so crazy. It's so dystopian to me with all of the information out there, Adam Bergstrom, about how dangerous these things are, that there's that many people in, in government out there, bureaucrats and population in California that don't know that these things are dangerous. Is that possible? In one of the local papers, they have a half a page giving snitch lines that if you saw someone, now this is back last year, someone is walking down the street without a mask, you snitched to the police and told them to go find those people. Really? That's how bad. Come on, you're, now make, they're not you're making that so up. Much. You're just making that up for the, right, for the TV. perfectly serious. <laughs> I could find that ad. It, it blew my mind when I saw it. This was way back in uh, I can't the summer. This. 2020. I mean, I can't believe this. I mean, it's like, I don't know what world I live in, but boy, this seems really strange to me. I had no idea it was that bonkers out there. Just no idea. It's bonkers, believe <laughs> me. And, and we're, we're north of L.A. L.A. is apparently even worse. You know, now they're going to be vaccinating all children. There's no excuse anymore. And by the way, on the religious uh, exemptions, right. no more individual exemptions it's only religious now so we can't be individuals anymore and that's what this country was about right individual freedom but now you can get a religious one maybe if you work hard enough at it but you can't get an individual one is there any state you can get an individual exemption from i don't even know yeah did you see our show we did with charlie adam on uh, the religious exemption and we got that document there have you have you have you, have you looked at that? Could you use that for yourself to, to, I don't know, to get you in more places? or? Well, here, they don't like documents like that. You <laughs> they know, they, they, they don't. You saw the ridiculous thing that since fetal cells are used in, uh, in Tylenol and they listed all these common products, you can only get a religious exemption if you don't use Tylenol, you don't use all these common uh, household items that you get at the pharmacy. Of course, we don't use any of those anyway. Well, so you can we do could, that then, yeah. yeah. Well, let's just say you, you, you got Charlie's document, which is pretty good. It's a one page and it really, he nails it. Charlie's very smart. Who could you take that to, to say, I want a religious exemption so I don't need a passport so I can go to the movies or whatever? Who, who would you take yeah. that to? Do you know? 
Uh, I don't think you'd let, they'd let you in even with that to go to the movies. <laughs> no, I think, you from yeah, you, you probably have to take it to a higher authority to get some kind of a pass, right, instead of a vaccine. Because the movie people are not going to look at that. I mean, they're not going to do it. Oh, no, the show, the show would be over by the time you got your exemption. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is crazy. Do you believe this is going on in 2021? It's, it, it is amazing, and it's going to get worse, I, I yeah. predict. We'll see. At least they intended to get worse. Yeah. There's pushback. But see these guys, with the Great Reset is Operation Paperclip. It, Operation Paperclip was planned at Stanford in 1911 or 1912. Okay, tell, tell us what that is. Tell, tell it what Paperclip is. Uh, Operation Paperclip, what is usually in the media, is when the CIA and various spy networks in the U.S. took the top leaders in Germany and brought them over in this country, supposedly for the space race. But really, they brought a lot of social engineers over, too. Uh, one, of the, one of the main places they brought them is San Antonio, Texas. Hmm. The, the, the father of NASA is actually ran a concentration camp in Germany. You can check it out. His name escapes me now, but chronobiology, the new version of it, is based on that man's, the father of NASA's research. He wrote a book about it. And his, his uh, statues and pictures used to be all over NASA until it was found and revealed that he ran a concentration camp in Germany. So then now they've taken all the statues down and everything so you can't see this guy's name anymore. And even I've forgotten his name. One of uh, our listeners might know who I'm talking about. So the father, the fellow that, uh, that inv- uh, yeah, who was that? Uh, I think he was a Freemason, wasn't he? Um, that brought in NASA that really, in the 50s or something like that? Uh, a free, well, if you listen to them, a Freemason was on the moon. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know. Don't get me started on that. NASA, you see, Freemasons, who was the most prominent Freemason in history? Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, yeah, he was. But, you know, I think there oh, were, yeah. well, of course, and he, he also did the whole smallpox thing. So he was, you know, I, I, you know, Andrew Jackson, the more you look into it, he wasn't such a good guy. Because, right? No. He just no, wasn't. He had, he had problems. In fact, the first political convention in the United States was not from the Democrats, not from the Republicans, not from the Whigs, but from the anti-Masons. The anti-Masons. The anti-Masons were formed deliberately to get Andrew Jackson out of office. And they failed. I'll the party be- was a miserable failure. It, it was really big in 19, 1828, I believe, hmm. and trying to get him out. And even... They were so strong that in New Hampshire, it was illegal to be a Mason. You could not hold any office and you could not do any ceremonies in the state of New Hampshire. Other places were following, but the movement, uh, well, let's put it this way. The Masons got to the (laughs) anti-Masons, ultimately, and the party was, it lasted about 10 years, probably. Well, as you know, if you've listened to some of our shows on the whole heliocentric model versus the, you know, firm earth non-spinning model uh, that the Freemasons, the more I learn about it, they were behind a lot of this stuff, you know. They were behind NASA. They were behind a lot of this stuff, a lot of uh, changing the history of this country. So there's some pretty deep roots. 
they're related to it. And, and Operation Paperclip actually began with the eugenics movement, which Hitler got his ideas from Stanford because California has blood on its hands. Uh, look up uh, San Quentin Prison. 10,000 surgeries were done. Sterilization was done regularly in California, one of the worst states for it. And they did all kinds of operations. Like they took condemned prisoners and when they were hanged, immediately put them in cold storage so they could get their gonads and sell them to multimillionaires. Oh, good. Oh, good. Where where did this happen at San Quentin? (laughs) (laughs) They were selling organs. There were were suits over it. Uh, Finally, they switched to goat glands and many of the prisoners at San went and got those operations voluntarily, supposedly. We've been doing things that Nuremberg condemned right into the 70s. In fact, uh, you could do eugenics experiments in California legally till the 1970s, and they're still doing it. It's all all undercover now. So again, I still don't quite understand paperclip. Let's walk back. So this was around the Nazi era, and they did, what was the deal? Well, you've probably heard that Vietnam was a test case to see what they could get away with. Right, right. But actually, Germany was a test case. It, it was designed to have a world war and eliminate a lot of people and see what happened. Hmm. There is not a, uh, an Anglo-American conspiracy. It's an Anglo-Saxon conspiracy because the Germans are in on it too. Uh, notice the, uh, the, 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 what's happened with the alliance now with Germany again and paperclip, uh, immediately we took thousands of uh, German scientists and social engineers to this country because they were masters in uh, propaganda and they were masters in technology. They had Kevlar, lasers, all things that were just blue sky technology in the United States. Wow. So we needed that type of technology. So the United States Germany took in these, these, these techno crazies and brought them over here around what year or so? We wouldn't have our technology if it wasn't for the Germans. Now, I met, uh, I met a person in Texas who uh, was a doctor and a lawyer, and he hosted 50 Fourth Reich members from Argentina at his horse ranch. He told me many Nazis had horse ranches in Texas, the Fourth Reich. And he said, look, Hitler wasn't a nice man, but without him, we wouldn't have modern medicine, he told me. So, so we got to give him props for that. And to me, modern medicine is the problem. It sure. kills yeah. many more people than it cures. Man, the only thing new in this world is the history you don't know. U.E.P. Long once said, right? It's like nutso, man. It's nutso land. Adam Bergstrom is with us. If you, hold on. If you care to join us, 888, uh, our 800 line is working. 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. And as you can tell by the start of the show, you'll probably want to call and say, what is he talking about? What is this dude talking about? What's going on? Um, <clears throat> so it kind of looks like Adam Bergstrom that this whole thing that's going on today have been in the works for a long time, right? They've a long time. long time. This is no, you know, this little imaginary COVID thing just didn't pop out of the woodwork 
by accident. Nope. It's well known that Rockefeller, Morgan, and Ford financed Hitler. Uh, the original Ford uh, emblem had a swastika on it. Hmm. Ford was a great admirer of Hitler, and Hitler had Ford's photograph on his desk. The U.S. Air Force, or whatever they called it back then, had specific instructions, do not bomb Ford plants in Germany. <laughs> and so they were immune. They didn't get bombed. A lot of other ones. IBM was in on it. They, they, they made the punch cards so they could burn up all those people and use Zyklon B and everything else on them. They had an elaborate computer system <laughs> at that time. Even today, the military, DARPA, and the CIA, and these other organizations are about 30 years ahead of the technology you have now. We don't know how far they are with their nanobots and their various uh, inventions that they have. Robots are not designed on humans, only for our view. They're designed on insects, and now the plot is to feed us insect food with insect genes to take control of our body with nanobots. Hmm. A lot of people, look at killer bees. Do people think they really came from Africa and they went to South America, that it wasn't a genetic experience? <laughs> probably, that you just put a gene probably not. Probably And you can see this concerted effort to uh, get people away from meat. Now they got this pig shortage, right? You know, they just manufactured some pig shortage. And, you know, this is where they're going with this. They don't want people eating meat. No, they want people eating some soil and green, right? This is what this is. This is the goal. These people are nuts because they know that the genes from the food we eat are actually incorporated in our body. So they want to synthetically design it so that they can control us. So the Internet of Things includes our own body. It's like. It's like we think of the Internet of Things as being your refrigerator. They can see how much electricity is on. Right. Well, they could do that when I was a telephone man. They knew how many telephones were in your house. Sure, I they knew. I read it on, on a meter. But now the refrigerator will be watching you. Smart walls and smart surfaces. Like, you know, you have a tabletop and you just press a button, just click or actually say, say it. And your tabletop turns into a computer screen. Your walls will be computer screens, but there'll be two-way computer screens. They can watch you. They've already been able to surveil us uh, for since the 70s uh, uh, from outer space, actually. You, wherever, wherever that is. Wherever that is. Your which we don't know. Thousands of, miles, <laughs> thousands of miles away, they can read your live dri uh, uh, driver's license. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Bergstrom is with us, Patrick Timpone. OneRadioNetwork.com. It is the first Monday, the 4th of October. Um, well, I mean, on the technology end, Adam, there's just no telling what these people have that we have no clue, right? I mean, I mean, come on, we, you know, do, you know, any, anything's possible with what they're doing. It's been called the breakaway civilization. Hmm. And basically... They first were parasitic on our civilization. But now they are so well organized, they don't need us anymore. For instance, in Hong Kong, <laughs> you can grow enough food to feed the entire population of Hong Kong in one laboratory. They have it. And they do it naturally with light. 
They have figured out the exact amount of light, the exact amount of oxygen, the exact amount of darkness, and they have levels in one building that can feed the entire population of Hong Kong. What kind That's of food is it? It's not like good uh, astaxanthin and you know really good greens and stuff like you can get. It's some faux food like soylent green stuff or some chemical, you know, some manufactured thing in a no, lab. It, it's really good food. Oh, Better it's good food. than you can get from a farmer for them, not for us. Uh, they're not going to give us that food. Oh, they're for them. Give us the green stuff. Oh, they're doing it for the the boys. So they can eat and let us die off. Yeah, I'll send you a documentary about it where they show how they're doing it. It's precise. A friend of mine was involved with it, and I asked him if he would be interviewed. It could be interviewed by you, but he said that he he's in a contract where they'd kill him if he got interviewed. Oh, no, so we don't want to do. There it. are people like this around. I've I've known uh, some of these people. Uh, uh, one place you'll find it is Boulder, Colorado. You'll yeah. find more CIA and interfaces for zero-point energy and all of that. Zero-point energy is a very real thing. They, oh. they have ways of using uh, energy, and they want to keep us on their grid, electrical. Uh, for instance, now, what, what is behind the supply problem? It's the truck drivers. To be a truck driver now, it's always been a low margin of profit as a truck driver. But now you have to get a smart truck. I think it's half a million dollars to get it. So truck drivers are quitting. They don't. They, they're not making any money anyway, and they have to put out a half a million dollars to buy a truck. You got to get a smart truck. You got to get. Oh, good. Yeah. To, to start your truck, it's got a breathalyzer. It watches you if you're going to go to sleep. It watches the road, it watches your miles, it watches your breath, it watches all of these things. These smart trucks are here. Well, a lot of truck drivers say, not me, I, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not making any money anyway. Just just barely enough. The huh. thing about the truck driver that was so, uh, so great about it was your freedom. You could go all over the place. Sure. They yeah. have things called, you could even get a woman. You go to things called pickle parks, which were truck stops where women come on and you get aboard and you could travel with a woman someplace like that. So freedom, not money. Uh, only the person who owned the trucking company would make the, the money at one time. So there's basically, they want us in smart cars where you know about the, the what they want to pass on law now with a breathalyzer. You can't get in your car sure. without... Uh, yeah. You know, you can't start it. Well, that's what they're going to do now. With the electric car, if if you're uh, a criminal or even a good guy and they want to stop you, they can just turn off your car from the Internet and you can't go anyplace. Right. Right. And, of course, that's why we want the gasoline car because they can't control us with yeah. it. And that's Get why yourself an old, as Andrew Goss used to call them, muscle cars, right? He used to drive... You know, 1995, whatever, Dodges. And he said, I just want something I can fix. I don't want any of these new things. No computers. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I hung out with a lot of those, uh, a lot of those guys. Uh, one guy was named Torque. And a friend of mine, John Deanna. You can look him up, up on the internet. I worked for him at Sears Robot. But even then, he had a speed company. He became the main editor for one of those... Uh, uh, several of the magazines, including uh, what was the 
the, the one about the, the the races where you have really sports cars like uh, I can't even think of the name of these magazines but he he became a publisher in many of those uh, magazines and you know all of those muscle cars were really big in the early 60s yeah. when I was working at Litton Industries I was in the so-called space industry back then those those muscle cars are probably worth some money now I have a 1996 Chevy truck I think there's no way I would sell that thing now. I mean, it just keeps going, and something goes wrong, you just fix it. You know, just you know, you could actually fix it. You could actually change the transmission or whatever. You know, just get a new one, get a new transmission. You know, I am totally unqualified to work in a car now. But back in the day, when I was a high school student, you know, I changed my oil. Oh I yeah. Even learned to cheat my brakes out and things like that. Yeah. And I learned how to fix my noisy muffler with plumber's tape and cut a beer can up around and wrap it around tight the plumber's tape. Yeah. And I, uh, I got, uh, I got uh, a ticket for a uh, noisy muffler. So I brought it in with my repair and the cop didn't look underneath when they tested me to make sure that uh, I didn't have a noisy muffler. My brother and I had a 52 Chevy. And uh, I mean, it was so simple. You know, I mean, the fuel pump would go out, right? You go down to Western Auto for 25 bucks, you buy a fuel pump and put it in. I mean, it was just like four bolts and a couple of things and you just do it. And it. There wasn't anything to these cars. I mean, you know, six cylinders, boom. Uh, and um, nothing would go wrong with them. You know, I mean. It, <laughs> yeah, I had a 49 Ford. Did you? Uh, it, uh, <laughs> And uh, nowadays, it wouldn't be allowed on the road because it took one can of oil to get to work and one can of oil well, to yeah, get home. Well, yeah, because you were leaking oil or burning oil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, terribly. But uh, it cost 11 cents for oil at Thrifty Drugstore back then. <laughs> <laughs> I just had cans of it at home, you know. Well, yeah, I couldn't get home and back again without a can of oil in my car. Well, you and I have been uh, been around uh, this planet for a while. But, you know, I, I can't even say... I don't know. I can't even say revolutions around the sun anymore because I don't believe in that. So I don't even know what to say. So I'm just totally, I'm just totally, you know, if anybody even asks me how old I am, you know what I'm going to say? I have no idea. I don't believe in time. I don't believe in space. You know, I don't believe in any of this stuff. I don't even care. If you don't, if you need to know my age, well then go somewhere else because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I had a friend named DJ Moreau who was like that. He oh, yeah. traveled around in a car. <laughs> and he, he was smart enough. Uh, he would get mad when I said, he's only 18 and he's doing this. At 18, he, didn't he want figured out how to hire himself in companies. He would hire himself. Here's how he did it. He got a job on an oil rig one time. He goes in and he asks, uh, where do they send you after you fill out your, after you're approved? Over here. So he filled out the form, put the person's signature on, like he'd been interviewed, and said, they sent me over here, and they'd hire him. <laughs> so he had a gig on an oil rig where he was there one week watching instruments, playing his guitar, and then he'd come home, be off a week, and on a week, and off a week. But he hired himself. Hmm. So there were ways to really be tricky back in the day. Uh, I'll you tell know. you what. Uh, this is com. Adam Bergstrom. Let's do a couple commercials, then we'll continue. If you care to join the show, uh, I think we already have a few emails from last month that we didn't get to. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, or you can call 
888 We're live here October 4. Adam's always fun to talk to. It is a little bit after 11 o'clock Central Time. This conversation took place six years ago with the brilliant Dr. Patrick Flanagan. Is there any trick to remembering a dream experiences? And we've had so many people that are remembering more and more vivid dreams after being on the organic sulfur. Yeah. That's why, why, what is going on there? Well, the first, first thing that happens with the organic sulfur is that when your body gets cleansed uh, to a certain point, you start dreaming in full technicolor. Most people don't dream in color. They dream in black and white and, um, if, if, and don't remember their dreams at all. And the organic sulfur starts cleansing uh, the brain and the pineal gland starts operating and suddenly uh, the first thing people uh, do is they have these vivid dreams in color. Well, that's just one of the benefits with our organic sulfur. It's totally pure. Very few are out there that are pure as ours is. You can click an order anytime. OneRadioNetwork.com If you'd like more than four pounds, Email me for a 10% or maybe more discount, depending. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And thanks for your support. Well, you're, you're, you're just quite welcome, Patrick. Thanks for your support. Previously, we asked Dr. Anthony Kleinschmidt, who formulates the <laughs> colostrum for survival, which is yep. on sale. Yep. Is it really anti-aging? It's not really on sale. Oh, gosh. You have all of those natural growth factors that are found there. And they've been shown through a lot of research to actually bring you into a younger, more youthful state. And the fun thing about our colostrum through Thrival is that it's all natural. There's nothing else added. And you all get this at what time during the whole process of the cows giving birth? From zero to six to eight hours after birth. Remember, colostrum was only produced one time, four to six weeks prior to birth. We take it. We make sure that the calf gets their fill. We take the remainder. It's really yummy and easy to take. And it's I, I, I love this product. You know what I like to do is mix it up with cacao, maybe some milk. You know, I'm, I'm a milk guy now, thanks to Ray Pete. Yeah, I, I do grass-fed milk, and I kind of, I like it. I don't know. can't believe I went through my whole life without drinking milk. Well, we did when we were kids. Anyway, don't get me started, but so I'm doing milk and colostrum and cacao, a little bit of maple syrup, and wow, it's a, it's a great little drink. Uh, colostrum, it's a wonderful product. You can get it from Sir Thrival. And um, check it out. It's on One Radio Network, any Sir Thrival link. It's a great product. They've been around and selling colostrum for many years and doing a great job with it. Uh, this is a new product uh, here from um, Andreas. What was, what's, uh, you know, we, I, I can't even recall the fellow's name right now, but... It's a, uh, yeah, Andreas. Yeah, Andreas. I don't, his last name, but Andreas Seed Oils. And uh, these are really, 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 really good oils. He has a process where he can do the oils without friction, very little friction, without heat. So they are not um, oxidated at all. They're just pure. Yep. Milk thistle is his newest one, and so you want to have you want to keep Mister Liver happy. I bought some; it just tastes really yum. You could do a teaspoon of this every day for a couple months and do a little liver cleanse and be happy. And uh, he has uh, 
Now, I just recall some of them now. Um, I, you know, I, I don't keep these things in my head. Anyway, you can just click on Andreas Seed Oils on the front page and look at some of the seed oils that he has. And um, they're very, very, very nice. And they're all in Myron glass. And I think you'll enjoy them. And you can, uh, black cumin, whew, black cumin, uh, duck, duck, goat, that, that sucker. And you'll just want to get some. That, that has cure, curative factors for things you don't even want to think about. Because you don't even want to think about that you have those things. Anyway, check it out. It's a new one. Andreas Seed Oils, Milk Thistle Oil from uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. Know the Source on One Radio Network. The lovely and talented Adam Bergstrom is with us. It is His websites are Sunsink Nutrition. That's where you pay 99 bucks, right? And uh, that's a lifetime, even if you live to 144. And and um, and then uh, SolarTiming.com, and that's the free one where you get all of your eBooks, right? SolarTiming.com. That's that where you get all of your I'm working eBooks. on another yellow fat disease book. Adam <laughs> Bergstrom, how many yellow fat disease books can you write? I mean, come on. I promise this is my last one. Because I, I said that the last time and the last time and the last time. It's just too easy to see. Uh, uh, the exposure is going to come pretty soon because now the company's found out a way to make money on getting rid of omega-3s to be a trillion-dollar industry, while before the omega-3 health food industry has only been billions of dollars. Ah. But now that they go for trillions, guess what's going to happen? So far, they're protecting us by saying low linolenic acid. You'll never hear them say low omega-3 fatty acids because that's what they're selling. So Calix is the new company that's competing against Monsanto, which dudded on their company. DuPont is doing really well worldwide with their low linolenic acid. They advertise it as a high oleic acid, but it's not really. When you see high oleic, Beep, beep, beep. Warning, lights go off. So we don't need omega-3s at all. The whole omega-3 thing has been just a a black hole from the beginning. We just, the body doesn't need omega-3s. Is that right? George and Mildred Burr did a study that claimed it was uh, essential. Hmm. Only the omega-6 to start with. And Rice University disproved it right off the bat. But the oil companies, you know, they weren't going to make any money anymore because you didn't use it in paint like you used to be. They could use petroleum products. So, ha, we can make a lot more money selling this as health food to the sheep bots. They didn't have that term back then, but, (laughs) but they won't know the difference. And so now almost every health food expert has been conned by this. Even like Andrew Weil and people who I respect, sure. I've, yeah. I've met Andrew and hung out with them. They're they're cod oil people, cod liver oil people, and right. Yeah, cod liver oil, all of those people, and now the the worst one is the fermented cod liver oil because even uh, Weston Price, he yeah. was against fermented oil. Clearly, if you go back and see, he recommended squib and it had to be clear all the way through Hmm. any brown in there he would reject it way back at the beginning so even then in fact uh 
positive oil, you, you can take it like for a week or two or if you need some extra vitamin A, it's not going to kill you. But the fermented is killing a lot of people. It's a big scandal. You can find it all over the internet. Young people are dying from it left and right. The fermented stuff that the Western Price is selling, the, the, that blue label That's thing, right. what do they call it? Um, fermented. And you can't ferment an oil. It's rotten oil. Well, don't they put <laughs> some butter? Very, very or don't they put some other stuff they say that's why it's so good, the butter or something like that? I don't know. Well, a lot of cod liver oil is shark liver oil because a shark liver can be 400 pounds. So there's a lot more money in getting the shark liver Might oil. Might as well do the, the shark, yeah. yeah. I think about hey, it. Hey, I wanted now. to tell you, you know, I don't know. Remember we had this little conversation about the, um, you know, I had this dream about uh, eating salmon. And then you said that they had this salmon. You know, I looked at it from HEB, and I was wrong. This this certified organic salmon that at the HEB in Dripping Springs is farm-raised organic from Norway. From Norway. Farm-raised. I guess you can certify it organic if it's farm-raised, right? Because you just feed them organic oh, yeah. food. Yeah, you just feed them organic food. Right. But... Right. You don't think that's and by law, you, you have to use the toxiquin and the Monsanto chemicals to keep them. Now, they also use uh, several other chemicals, but the most popular one is the toxiquin. You know, it was considered a health food item, the Monsanto product, by Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw. Remember, if you read the original life extension, there's 10 or 20 pages devoted to how a miracle Monsanto's etoxiquin. They even have the label do, of Monsanto. Do you know how to spell that? It's etoxiquin? Yeah. E-T-H-O-X-Y-Q-U-I-N, I believe. Now, you say that then they're putting this etoxiquin in salmon that comes from across the, the ocean or everywhere, in all the salmon? Yeah, because salmon... If you look it up, fish meal has that oil in and makes it highly uh, combustible, explosive. So look up on the internet, fish meal explosions. You'll find them in Mississippi. You'll find them all over the world. You'll find them in New York. You'll find, wherever there's a salmon plant, they blow up and boats have exploded. So they actually have a regulation that you, any fish meal or fish oil or fish product that's going across the sea... Yeah. Or it's stored in a plant. You have to put ethoxiquin by law. Vitamin E won't work. You need ethoxiquin. And ethoxiquin, and you say, is is toxic. Oh yeah, it's 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 they're they're taking it out of pet food even now. Before oh. I have pet food can eat it, it's toxic for human beings. It, Monsanto first listed ethoxiquin as what? A pesticide in 1965. A pesticide. And they still allow it legally in certain spices, but they don't allow it. Uh, there's a big fight to get it out of pet food now because it's killing dogs. But they, they put it in for years in pet food. Wow. And check your pet food because still some of it's in there. But I think by law they may have taken it all out of pet Does food. Does it have to be? Now. Would it be on the label of pet food? Yeah, at that time they could put it. Now, beware, they have other names for it because remember... You have a generic name, and then you have the company's name. They do that to confuse people, of course. They say, oh, there's no etoxiquin in here. No. But I forget Monsanto had another name for it, and I can send it to you. Yeah, please do, because I want to find out if this farm-raised organic salmon 
has got this stuff in there because I won't eat that. If it does. I don't eat a lot of salmon anyway, but every now... But um, how do you think that they can still have this ethoxyquin in there and label it organic? Uh, I think so. Do you? you because the laws have been changed, remember, by Walmart and uh, what's the dairy, Dell Dairy there in uh, international headquarters in Dallas that is really Horizon. Horizon is one of the most genetic uh, manipulated right. foods on the planet. Yeah, I don't buy their we products. We saw the big scandal yeah. with them putting DHA in their milk, too. So That's I'm going to, because I'm going to write, I want to write H-E-B, and after you give me the the potential alternative name, and I'm going to ask them to assure me that this stuff is not in that organic, right, farm-raised salmon. Because I won't buy it if it is. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Talks, just to make sure. Yeah, just to make sure. And also, if they have to ship them a long way, even if it's raised in the middle of the Atlantic, so make sure... Like, you're probably safe in Alaska where they catch them, bring them right to the plant, and then they process it immediately. Ah. But if your ship, uh, where do they get fish oil in New Zealand? They get it from South America. No kidding. Now, how long does it take a boat to go across the country there? They, by law, need ethoxyquin. Most of the world needs ethoxyquin. Norway, all those states, they have to have it by law. It's international law now. Of course, because we're going by what is it called? The code that they talk about all the time. Yeah. So, so you mean the fish actually, they'll without this ethoxyquin in there, they'll explode. <laughs> yeah, they, you you can't make this stuff up. Look, put put fish meal. Now, other things will will explode too, like potato dust, linseed, because it has an omega three oil, is highly involved with explosions. In fact. They warn you, never leave a linseed oil-soaked rag right. in... It, can, it can just, yeah, sure, it'll just... Oh, it just starts by itself, spontaneous combustion. Well, fish oil is much more volatile, boom. Now, what about essential oils, the so-called essential oils they sell at Young Living Oil and places like that? That's a whole different thing. That, that is in such small amounts and disappears so quick, it's so volatile... It doesn't even have any right. effect right. except. But but what about the whole fish? Like, what if we're getting? Um, what if we're, we're get wild salmon from Alaska or from the North Atlantic? That doesn't have to have this ethoxyquin in there, does it? Yes, no, maybe. As long as you go directly to the plant, if you have to go a certain distance, and I'd have to see the uh, law how I far see. it is. Yeah, but if you just. It's obviously not going to explode if you just catch it right offshore you, in one day and you bring it to the plant, you put it in the plant, not going to explode. But if you have days to come for wherever you catch it, then you have a trouble. And now in our new global war, new world order, we get our food from China and China gets their food from us. What the heck is that about? No, <laughs> Instead of growing it locally. Maybe this is just God's Maybe this is just God's way of saying we should just all become vegetarians, you know, because <laughs> it's a little dicey out there. Now, we have some farmer's markets here where I know the place, and they're right in Austin, and they just do a great job, and I know what they're feeding them, and you can get eggs, and there's no soy. And, but, boy, you got to be careful, man. I mean, you have no idea the labeling, do you? You just don't know what it even means anymore. Even uh, at the farmers market here in Santa Barbara, you have to be careful. But we we know. Yeah, you know that you got to know know the source. Yeah. 
but there are people who there. I told you about one of them is Bill Gates' advisor. I found out just recently. How good? He advises them on how to do chemical experiments on the food for his experiments in insect protein and uh, lab-grown meat. Well, I, I just want to go to him. Here's an email from Nancy. Morning, you all. I live on a ranch, and now everybody's vaccinated, including my husband, who secretly went and had it done. I guess if anybody gets sick around here, it'll be my fault for being the only one not vaccinated. <laughs> Probably so. They'll blame you. See, right? the people who are spreading it are the vaccinated people. There is such a stuff as shedding. By the way, here's something that Ray Pete brings up that I hadn't realized, and I've thought about it before. One of the things that makes people sick is sticking a needle in their skin. Just a needle? Or, yeah. Oh, well, for centuries, what has what a needle met? It meant a bee sting, a venomous scorpion, venomous animals. So we've been programmed with our immune system to react to it. Mm-hmm. So you can just stick a needle into a skin. Now, acupuncture done the correct way is such a tiny needle it's a t- that if you do it right, it's sucked in. You, you can hold it and it will suck in. Many amateur acupuncturists, particularly in the United States, who aren't really proficient, they just think, I'll stick a needle here, it's going to work. Right. If you cause any pain, you're causing inflammation too. Most of it's minor, but imagine people that are getting regular shots all the time. The children today are having being immune compromised by simple sticking needles in them. They stick needles to test for this, to test for that, to test for TB and everything like that. Ray Pete goes into the details and has the evidence that the whole polio epidemic had a lot to do with just the needles. Just the needles, yeah, yeah, just the needles. The needles preset it. Along with the other issues that we know that the whole thing was a scam anyway, you know, just... Oh, it's PR. Yeah. The, the, whole, the whole thing is a computer virus, basically. Oh, the NASA guy was Werner Von Braun. That's who we were thinking of. No. No? Nope. I'm really embarrassed. I can't think of his name, the father of NASA. No, he, he was a rocket guy. Oh, he was uh, a rocket guy. Yeah, that. he was a rocket guy. Yeah. And, and we know if this heliocentric model is correct, which, I, you know, I believe it is, then the whole rocket thing is a big scam too, right? So, because they don't go anywhere, dude. <laughs> so, but Werner was a pretty, he was a pretty, one of the, he wasn't a, was he on the dark side, Werner? Wasn't he a Nazi too? Or Werner von Braun? Yeah, he worked for the Disney Channel, which was definitely New World Order yeah. and Freemason. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. Disney, these are the people that were selling us this whole global thing. I mean, for Disney was highly anti-Semitic, and if you go to his ranch in Sedona, they they figured out their cartoons on peyote. Jeez. Isn't anything sacred, even Walt Disney? I mean, come on. I mean, is the whole thing just a big scam? The whole Matrix? Just one big scam rooney Yep. Wow. He was one of those uh, uh, switch hitters, too. You don't hear about that. Oh, except good. If you study, if you study uh, the sexual lives of these people, see, what we call the LB, uh, what is it? I can't even keep track. LBGRTRQ questioning, whatever. Yeah, I, I heard it now stands for "Let's get Biden to quit." <laughs> Is that how you remember? Let, hell, let's get yeah, G B two two yeah, trans Q questioning. You got a question? 
Yeah, yeah. I saw that on MeWe because uh, I can't say things on Facebook that I can say on MeWe. So we say a lot of stuff on uh, mm-hmm. MeWe. We have. Uh, but anyway, uh, and by the way, look how woke they are. I, uh, you pro- you probably know that Squaw Valley now is uh, Tahoe Palisades Tahoe because Squaw is a dirty word. Uh, instead of giving the Indians back their land or letting Leonard Pelletier out of prison, they got to erase Indian history. So now it can't be Squaw. And if you look at anything, any previous video that said Squaw, Google subtext underneath, it uh, leaves out Squaw. It has a bleep like for a cuss word. And to my amazement, I was listening to a video last <laughs> night and they bleep out moron. Moron is incorrect English. And then I looked up a group of singers called the Moron Brothers and Google, <laughs> they're the brothers. They're not the Moron Brothers. So basically they're blocking, instead of helping races, how come 97% of all agricultural land for value, for acreage and everything is owned by white people? There's no black people owning land. So instead they're going to give them their history. But don't give them any land and don't give them any, nope. only give them money in the ghetto and things like that. And by the way, remember the guy who wrote Dark uh, Alliance, was that his name? Gary, someone up there in uh, Oakland, remember he exposed it in the in the Mercury Journal or whatever, about they were sending railroad cars and leaving them open full of semi-automatic weapons and leaving the doors open in Watts. <laughs> Oh, Gary Nash. my God. Gary Nash? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, Dark Alliance. It's, um, it's just a brave new world. What are we... Man, I I can't even imagine what we're going to be doing 10 years from now. Can you? Do you think... You think we, I mean, have you thought about that? You know? Well, if they get their way, well, yeah. uh, there will be a singularity. Yeah. They're already... You know, a lot of people don't know, but they have already are time traveling. And as amazing as that seems to people, they've been doing that probably for the last 10 or 15 years. The first time I heard about time travel, see, time doesn't exist. Right. And they know it. But so far, they can only travel forward. They probably can't travel back, even though Terrence McKenna said the opposite. He said it was easier to go back in time than forward. But according to Jet Propulsion Laboratory and the people doing the research there, it's easier to go forward, and the hard part is going back in time. But anyway, I mean, they've been yeah, but you can only do that as soul. You can't take your body, so it, it's a spiritual thing, right? If there is no time, right, Adam? So I've experienced past lives because I've just experienced them because they're going on now, right? They're going on now. So I mean, so. So what if they can do that? They can't affect you or I. I mean, who cares? I do it. I I don't affect you by me looking at a past life. Oh, they life. can go back like Time Cop. You see the movie Time Cop? Uh, Time Cop yeah, but it's a Eric movie. Robert you know, it's a movie. Thing. It's a movie. Well, they do the movies to prepare us, just like zombie apocalypse. <laughs> How many zombie movies are there? There's hundreds of Billions of, of zombie movies. They're ready, yeah. they're ready for you now. Attack of the Southern Fried Zombies, 2017. They made a movie about Texas. Yeah, we put that thing up about about Amazon and the zombie, but found out that was a that was a that was a false flag. That was about it was actually about a zombie um, video game. It wasn't about zombie zombie. But 
it was pretty fun for a couple of days. Um, let, let's uh, let's let me do this here. Okay, uh, we got a lot of emails coming in because you're uh, you're punching some buttons here, um, which is good. Oh, this is kind of a after everything we've been talking about. This is back to physical reality. Uh, what's one thing that I can do to restore my gut and clean out mucoid plaque? We've heard about mucoid plaque over the years. Does that really exist? What's that? Sugar. 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 White sugar. I just bought a 50-pound bag. <laughs> you're crazier. You're crazier than I thought. So you really eat you know how You know how long it takes to put 50 pounds in little jars like this? Now, these are the mayonnaise jars when I used to eat mayonnaise. So why would you buy 50 pounds of sugar? What are you going to do with that? Use it. Probably in three months, it'll be gone. <laughs> you're, eat, you're eating it. Yeah, I, I'm going to see how long it takes. Since I bought it on October 1st or maybe September 30th, we'll see how long it lasts. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll report it. But right now we're dating it. The starting of the clock starts uh, October 1st. And why on God's green earth are you eating a lot of sugar? What, what does that do for you? To uh, protect you from heart attacks, stress, anything. If I have any kind of stress, I just shovel it down. Abscess, it'll make it go away. Bed sores, I don't get them, but bed sores that you put them on. You you put them on, uh, you can use sugar for any kind of medicine. Now, I'm an experiment on this, so I don't recommend people go out and start buying 50-pound bags of sugar. Right. But uh, sugar should be kept in the house as a medicine. If you get a bee sting or any kind of infection, this is what will stop it more than anything else. And this will clean your gut more than anything else you can take. They recommend all these things that are basically chemical warfare. Hahnemann is spinning in his grave because he was against detoxing. And now I've seen, you can go on the internet and see homeopathic detoxing. What the heck? Hahnemann would be outraged. There's no detoxing. It's basically heroic medicine even mainstream medicine has given that up now, was about make it come out by puking, by sweating, by peeing, by pooping, uh, any way to get it out of the body, bleeding, including bleeding. Get it out. Now Now they're doing it again. Get that iron out of your body because it's poisoning. Right, right. How does sugar clean out the gut? Do you just, like you would do it in warm water and just do it like that and just drink it down? It immediately counteracts cortisol, histamine, and inflammation. Whoa. Immediately. immediately. Whoa. Like how much would you have to do to counteract cortisol and histamine and inflammation? A tablespoon? Uh, or? I find different amounts. Uh, for some abscesses, I've stopped them with uh, a heaping teaspoon. Other ones I've had to eat a whole bottle <laughs> within oh. a couple hours. Yeah. It gets rid of it, you know. Look at how much uh, uh, William Butt, the cure diabetes, actually, I don't say cure, stopped the, the, the progression of type 1 diabetes. Gave people 12 ounces of sugar and 4 ounces of honey every day. And then I, I thought, I mistakenly thought that Ray Pete had said, and that William Butt in the research I read, it just you had to stay maintained like that, but it actually enabled a cure. 
So they actually were curing diabetes back then. Type 1, which is supposed to be incurable to this With day. With sugar. And what, when was this? What, what year, Adam? But um, About 1848, when they first were doing that research. My goodness. And it was a French reading. And I found the English. Uh, uh, now, Vibrant Gal can speak fluent French and can read it. So when we find the French text, we'll get that. But Ray Pete has the information on the French guy. Isn't that crazy? I research in detail the English guy. William Budd is easy for anybody who can use an internet search to find him on the internet. William Budd, B-U-D-D, double D. Maybe that, it makes sense. Maybe that's because the boys who were probably, you know, in some kind of secret handshake clubs, they went over to Hawaii and stole their land and stole the sugar cane, right? That's what they did. They just, it's ours. Go away. Now it's ours. <laughs> right? Yep. Pineapple. Sugar is a, a medicine. Why don't they want us to have it? 50 pounds for $30.86. 50 pounds of sugar. You, you realize how much I would spend for maple syrup or honey? If I bought, I want 50 pounds of honey. Uh, $1,200, yeah. please, or whatever. I, I'm making that figure out. But it would be a lot more money than simple medicine. This I, I take very few medicines. I don't take any drugs. I don't take any supplements except sugar. Sometimes I will use niacin in emergencies. Sometimes I will use uh, vitamin E in emergencies. Uh, everything else I pretty much can get out of food. Yeah, I know. Well, Ray Pete, he's sure not afraid of sugar at all. And I, if I have milk before bed, I'll put sugar in there, and it helps you sleep, you know. And this whole thing about giving kids sugar candy to make them hyper—it's just—it was just all made up, I guess. Well, think maybe, of it this way: maybe and, it was processed thought, sugar or something like that, or the candy. I thought this over a long time ago. Did I you? used to. Uh, if sugar made you hyper, how come when I would go to the gym and I would take sugar and I would just be out of it, <laughs> couldn't move? Uh, for one thing, when you take complex carbohydrate, that's what happens because it's nothing but glucose. But this has fructose. It's half fructose and half glucose for the liver. You get no fuel from glucose and glucose complex carbohydrates or plain glucose raises your blood sugar. This actually drops your blood sugar. That's totally crazy. Opposite. That's crazy. So that's why the folks with um, uh, one and two diabetes, when they get off the complex carbs, they do better because it's lowering their blood sugar, right? Because it's more... Except, uh, go ahead. except it can be used for a medicine. For instance... Let's say there's no good and bad because something can be used for medicine. Sure. So where would complex carbs come in handy? Okay, if I was freezing in the North Country, Sweden, Canada, something like that, and I'm out freezing, I would eat a lot of complex carbs because it would raise my blood sugar and I wouldn't get frostbite. But that this won't do it because this will regulate your blood sugar. But if I take pasta then I'm going to keep my fingers and not lose them. Ever see a movie called Numb, one of my favorite movies no. about people freezing out in the, where the guy had to finally lost his leg, his wife, and the villains all get killed too. Everybody <laughs> dies in it. And the police find the treasure and keep it for themselves. So, so CNH Pure Cane Sugar from Hawaii um, 
It's more glucose. More glucose? No, yeah, it's a glucose, glucose and fructose. Glucose and fructose. fructose. And what are they saying? It's bad for you. And of course, they use high fructose corn syrup. That is not yeah, fructose. That, that, yeah, that is that's... a chemical thing. Ray Pete even claims that it's 37% complex carbs in in High fructose corn syrup. In, yeah, it's waste product from corn, from wood, from wherever they get it now. You can get it from a lot of places. I wonder if there's a big difference between CNH, CNH, and organic sugar. Uh, to me, if it's refined to a maximum, that's all I care about. Organic becomes useless because if it's completely refined, mm-hmm. it, it's nothing but sugar. CH, whatever the formula is, CHO. Uh, but if there's anything in it, like if I get a whole sugar, then there's going to be glyphosate and other things in it. This is like laboratory pure. You can't have those things in it. So ironically, you're safer with all the things they use in chemicals than organic with this type of sugar. Exception to the rule. Normally, I eat almost entirely organic. Right. Not with this, or not with salt. Same thing with salt. I want pure uh, sodium chloride. Yeah, that's no what I iron do. In it, no just get the, the pickling and canning salt from Morton's, right? The cheap salt, and it's just that's what Ray Pete says too. And 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 I remember Doctor uh, Huggins used to say that too. Remember, he said that was the best salt ever years ago. And uh, of course, I always went back because I got tricked into believing that. Some some sea salt from some mountain or something was better, but probably not. Oh, for decades, I used sea, uh, sea salt, you yeah. know, and the, the more fancy it was from. I never went for Himalayan or any of those mine salts, but, but I went for a lot of sea salt until I learned Folks, that it wasn't a good idea. Wasn't a good idea. Folks, you can go to your local Kroger or Safeway or or... And just get Morton's pickling and canning, pure salt, for a buck fifty for a big box of it. You know, big box, the best. It's yeah. the best salt ever. Yeah, and it's it's just wow. Isn't that amazing? And be careful. Some some of them uh, they'll say they're pure, but look for additives. One has prussic acid. What is that? Cyanide. <laughs> well, I've never seen that in yeah, the maybe. Morton's pickling and canning, though. No, no, not in, not okay. in, not in Morton's, and and not in uh, the brand. I I get mine from Cargyle, the evil Cargyle. Do you really? Bush Company. Yeah, yeah. I think even even Clinton even involved with Cargyle. Oh God, help us all! So really, I mean, you could just do sugar to help this lady. She wants to kind of clean out her, do a little gut thing. If you're doing any kind of cleaning up, that's the best thing. What you do is you raise your uh, metabolic level. See, any kind of disease you get, there's a weak point. Well, Ray Pete's strategy, and it makes perfect sense because I've come across this before, is raise the metabolic level above the the point of uh, the weak spot. In other words, instead of mopping the floor, uh, turn off the faucet. Or even a better analogy. If your roof leaks, uh, is a leak here, is a leak there, where is the leak? You have to have someone come in and find out exactly where it's leaking because it could travel across the leak in one place and come down another place. Well, when I used to live up in uh, Washington State, uh, out in the place where it rained all the time, 
you would see mobile homes and what they did is they made a they put a piece of wood over the roof with uh four or six uh posts so the mobile home had its garage and the roof isn't going to leak so you didn't have to worry where it was coming it's not going to leak that's a similar thing with raising your metabolic quotient up no. high enough it'll take care of any disease that's what it's the, called immunity that, that's what the ray peter's so big on the thyroid it raise your metabolic rate correct that is one way to do it the thyroid there's other ways but the thyroid is one of the major ways and it's related to the butterfly you know it's like a butterfly gland just like the thymus and the yeah. uh, and the uh, butterfly in your throat hmm. so uh here's an email how about the organic beet sugar does that do the same thing so same thing yeah i i wouldn't get the organic but i just get the plain beet sugar as long as it was pure be yeah, uh, beet beauty. sugar with no additive. Oh, yeah okay yeah and, and here's a problem you know uh i'm going to bring up some ray peat uh ideas uh because uh i don't like to to uh hog up when he's on people have legitimate problems i like to go into some of the inconsistencies that he could probably answer and maybe some of the peat listeners can can answer that. But here's one thing: Ray Peat has actually recommended the beet sugar because of its uh, low deuterium. But then he rec he uh, says to eat sweet fruits from the tropics. They're high in deuterium. If you go to the tropics, that's where the deuterium is. It isn't in the higher areas or latitudes. That's why he recommends beet sugar from Colorado because of the altitude. But then why would I eat papaya and uh, the other fruits that he recommends? Chiramoya is a big fan of chiramoya. So uh, that could be a problem. I'm not into deuterium either way. They sell high deuterium water. They sell low deuterium water. It's mostly all imagination. Uh, I won't mention the names of the people involved with it. But anyway, uh, the other thing about repeat and the reason i like to ask these questions is i doubted that how the carrot was working but i misunderstood it because someone on facebook kindly answered my question about the carrot uh when you have a raw carrot in the stomach it digests pretty much at the same time but it's the fiber you're after so you have complete digestion involves fiber right so when you have the raw carrot you have extra fiber well, my question for Ray Pete, and this might be interesting for someone who uh, who already knows the answer to this, if the fiber in a cooked carrot goes away or, or gets lessened by cooking, if you were in a starving situation, but you had plenty of uh, fuel, like your fire or your stove or whatever, could you cook a carrot for 24 hours and get rid of all of the fiber and convert those to calories? So maybe it's a way to avoid start uh, starving because we get much more nutrients out of cooked foods than we do out of raw foods. Yeah, we do. But we get health out of the raw foods. It's a good question. Well, he likes, uh, um, I guess he likes the grated carrot, right? Because he's a big fiber guy, right? He likes 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 fiber guy. I do the better. The carrots particularly. Yeah, the carrots particularly. Just grade those carrots up yeah. and, and um, you yeah. know. Vibrant Cow is a big fan of it. She eats it with olive oil every night. That's olive it. oil and salt, right? Good for you. Keep you, keep you moving, baby. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, she says he's nodding. Yep, it does. Um, does Adam have any theories on what exactly is being shedded? Shedded? Is it Mina, spike proteins, graphene, something else, or nothing? Do you know? You got any research theories, ideas on this thing shedding concept? Frequency. We have, see, we work on what is called, uh, that uh, Jason Reza Giorgiani calls uh, the spectral universe, meaning parapsychology. In fact, uh, Georgiani says something very interesting about Elon Musk. He says he's going to find that the neurophone or his way of controlling the brain is not going to work because he's totally eliminated parapsychology. You have one of the greatest psychics in history right there in Texas, uh, Sean Horovitz. You may have heard about mm-hmm. heard about him. Uh, the uh, DARPA and the military has used psychics both as assassins and as uh, remote viewers. There's books involved with people who have been in the program. It's well known. Well, this is going to interfere. You know, uh, I've been studying something called, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, robo-voodoo-deism. Which means that we can all control the weather. I've told you many stories about using the elemental song. And at one time, Adana warned me to stop doing it, but... I was able to actually change weather patterns, major weather patterns, earthquakes, things like that. Uh, he told me to stop it. Slap your hand. Don't do that. Uh, now, my question is, was I really doing that? I, I'm kind of a master of synchronicity. Synchronicities happen to me all the time. Maybe I just synchronistically, by chance, serendipity, it happened. Or maybe I'm psychic. Maybe I knew it was going to happen, so then I just announced right. that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Scientists know that now that if I make a move with my hand, that the intention moves your hand, but they have found it works in reverse. Your hand moves and then your intention follows it. What does that do to the theory of time? <laughs> Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Well, yeah, the whole time. <laughs> The whole time thing is just... But anyway, parapsychology interferes with Elon Musk programs. They're going to eventually have to come to the spectral universe, which used to be called parapsychology. I've met people who could control uh, uh, objects at a distance. I've done it myself. Uh, I've uh, I've uh, changed physical reality, uh, duplicated objects and things like that. Uh, I can't do it. If you ask me to do it, it happens for whatever reason. According to Adano, sometimes the masters give you uh, permission to show you that it's really possible. But you got to work out your karma, and so you're not allowed to go doing it as a show-off type of thing. He said he could he- easily heal people at a distance over the telephone or anything, but but intimacy is more important. Touch is more important. That's Something right. that the New yeah. World Order wants us to forget all about touch now. You want to be on your computer and touch people through the internet, not through actual touch. And I think Adana was right on because the real real spiritual masters don't mess around with miracles and play with that stuff. You just don't do it. You know, it's just not cool. Karmically, you don't be messing with other people 
and their experience in the world. You just don't do it. It's not cool. As Adonis said, when, when he could first see the future, he said it, it, was, uh, it was hard for him to see a person going to get hit by a, a truck, and he couldn't say anything. He had to watch it happen. Mm-hmm. So that really bugged him for a while. He actually asked for it to go away <laughs> because it was so painful. And the master said, sorry, you're at that level now. You're stuck with it. So he just had to get used to it. So he knew ahead of time. The masters do, just like Sai Baba. When people came to him, he said, you know, they come to me for help. And I know, but I know why they have their problem. (laughs) And they won't admit it. If you have a problem, you've done something in the past. That's Newton's law. It's not even metaphysical. It's right out of Newton. And when you're in the realm of Kyle, you're in the realm of, uh, you know, seeming to age. Seeming to age. Cal John, one of my favorite guys. Oh, Cal. That's the guy. That's the and dude. Cal is the sound, but the audible sound, not the, the silent sound. And the Naranjan is the light. And, of course, in Cal Naranjan, Naranjan leads you toward the light. And then you find out it's a bug zapper. <laughs> and Cal knocks you back in your body. Yep, yep. And he's around. And he's around because God wants him around so we could learn the ropes, right? That's a- He's the negative, the director. Uh, God, whatever you want to call it, is actually the producer. But you have to have a director to put you through the paces. That's mm-hmm. why the devil has his little pitchfork to poke you in the butt. Yeah. It's so funny. Every now and then I get emails and say, well, I don't understand it. Why doesn't God just get rid of all the evil in the world and then we'll be fine? And what would you say to them? Uh, there would be no movie. Would be, you watch a movie that didn't have a villain? That's right. Would you you got to have a villain. Even a comedy where the, the evil boyfriend steals the girl. But we love, uh, I love villains. Gary Oldman makes a good one. You ever see, what was the name of that movie where he goes, get me everyone. Everyone? Everyone! No, I don't remember that one. Anyway, uh, we love villains. We love the most evil villains. Look at uh, J.R. Hewing in the Dallas series. People love them. Yeah. You don't have a villain. You have no show. So we need a show. And that's what we... Why do we watch movies? Do you watch a movie where you just... Well, no one watched Andy Warhol movies. He would have eight hours of a person sleeping. Or eight hours of the sun rising and setting over the Empire State Building. Who would watch that? Well, if you did as much drugs as he did, so what can I tell you? Yeah, in screenwriting, you know, they talk a lot about villains, you know, and the antagonist and the protagonist. And they always, you know, they don't always, but many people talk about, well, think about your villain and uh, make him badder than you think he should be. (laughs) Yep. Make him badder. Make him badder, man. Yeah. There's some bad villains out there, definitely. (laughs) got to have a bad villain, otherwise what's the point? And that's the point of old Cal, right? He's running the show in physical reality if, you, if you're if you into his uh, his matrix, right? He'll just run you around the, the he'll run you around the, the, the maypole until you drop out, you know? God. If, well, if you don't play your role, you can't say, hey, I want to be good. I don't want to do this. And what does the producer say? Out, out of here. Can or I, the director, can out I, of here. <clears throat> You, we need a bad guy here. We don't need a good guy. We need a good guy for your next role. That's why Gary Oldman can be a hero in The Scarlet Letter. 
But then in that uh, the fifth element, remember that? The oh, villain he was with that hairdo and all? He's great. He's great. Did you, did you ever see the movie um, True Romance? Yeah, oh, I love it. One of my favorites. <laughs> and, and Gary Oldman, he plays that that uh, pimp uh, drug addict. Wow, was he nasty? <laughs> Whoa, man! Holy! The light bulb scene, yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. I mean, yeah, one I, of my favorite movies. I, I, I have a hard time with it now because I'm so sensitive. I, I don't know what I'm going to do here. It's like I just need to move to a different planet because I just, you know, isn't it weird? I mean, I don't know. I can't get away with watching a lot of stuff like that anymore because then I get, I get strange dreams, you know. So I don't know what am I going to do. I think it works stuff out for me more. Do I'd you? probably be a serial killer if it wasn't for those movies. <laughs> thank you, Charles Bronson, and thank you for all those revenge movies. <laughs> you wouldn't be a serial killer. You wouldn't do that. No, I, I, I let, I let. If they don't uh, cause trouble, I catch flies in bottles and let them out the door. I do too. I do. I don't. I don't kill anything, boy. I just. Only if I have to, you know, cockroaches in Texas, I had to kill <laughs> to survive. But, but if I can find one bug only, I say, okay, out the door you go and go be outside. Speaking of that, and, and this is a good question, and uh, KMF says, does Adam recommend a vegan diet? Vegan diet? Um, no. <laughs> uh Someone you had as a guest one time said there's no, no such thing as a fifth generation vegan. Now, you can do it. Uh, even Ray Pete ultimately applauds the vegan diet if you can get to that level of cleansing. But as long as you have fatty acids in your body already, it's really, really hard to get there. Because ultimately, we could be fruitarians if we had not messed ourselves up as far as we did. And if our parents had not messed us up as far as we did because we have a, uh, uh, a chain of events that's kind of made our health over our decisions. What they call aging is uh, time, but there is no time. It's bad decisions that we make from moment to moment. Mm -hmm. So we look at all the mayonnaise I ate, all of these jars. <laughs> I just gave away 25 of them to the farmer's market. It was all from mayonnaise, had, right? It was all from mayonnaise. It was all mayonnaise. Hey, this was one day's worth of mayonnaise for me. One day's worth. Can you imagine the omega-6s and the omega-3s when I, when I was stupid enough to get the soy version? In fact, one of the humorous things, they have a new product called Lechonaise. But back then, they had another one. I bought, spent about $800 on lessonets. Donald Lay told me, don't do it. I said, why? It's, it's the only eggless mayonnaise I've ever eaten that tastes just like egg mayonnaise. Well, guess what? They got away with it for two years. They took a Hellman's or Best Foods mayonnaise bottle, soaked off the label, put their vegan label on it and sold it in health food stores all over the U.S. and got away with it for two years. Wow. I don't know if they ever got busted or whatever. So I spent $800 buying $4 bottles of mayonnaise that I could have bought at a store at that time for 39 cents. So so are you saying that um, the reason some of, uh, some of us need and some people need meat is 
is to help clear the body out of of uh, uh, bad uh, omegas, omegas that we don't need? Yeah, you know, we can make our protein as a heritage seed, this company, out of, out of free-form amino acids. They're in vegetables. You can get free-form amino acids. Some of the strongest men on the planet have been vegans. Uh, the Scottish Apollo, uh, William Bankier, he was a vegetarian, and he could lift an elephant. He could squat with an elephant. He'd be on a special platform, elephant with a rider on it, and he'd lift him off the ground. Good for him. And Look at uh, people like uh, uh, the, the, the Turban Tornado. He's still alive at 111. He broke Ray Pete's rules. He ran 25 miles a day. <laughs> he was running marathons all his life. He started when he was 80 because he was in grief over his son dying hmm. uh, prematurely. So he started running and running and never stopped. And he's still alive at 111. You look at his diet, but he ate a little milk. So that isn't vegan. So I think... Uh, a perfect diet is eating lower on the food chain. So I haven't eaten meat for about two years. So recently I went to Carl's Jr. and splurged on a burger. And then three weeks later, another burger. I think it's only two, right? Two, How'd that two. go? Did you feel I okay started. after that? Did you feel okay? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it didn't agree with me at first. But one of the things is sometimes we need... A, a challenge for immunity to identify something. If you eat too pure, you become the boy in the bubble. You need to have the hygienic principle. You need to go out there and play in the dirt like your kids in the mud, make mud pies, even try to eat them as a kid, that kind of thing. Uh, George Carlin said he didn't believe in germs. He just jumped in the East River. He said, with all that pollution, that would take your skin off and stuff yeah, like that. They right. never got sick. You know, they never got polio, they never got any diseases, and they swam in the East River. And if you see how polluted the Hudson River was, they used to joke when I lived in Boston that if you caught a fish that was undersized in the Charles River and brought it out, the fish would beg, please don't throw me back, please don't throw me back in there. That's right, eat me, man, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> it's so polluted. Uh, Houston, the, the, the river several times has caught fire. Do you suppose, too, that the amount of activity, mental um, things or that we're doing also determines the kind of foods? Because I was thinking about, you know, if I was in Hawaii and I just had this shack and all I did was write screenplays or something and just chill out and not go on the Internet, you could probably just live on fruit. You know, I was just thinking about that, you know. What do you think? I know people, I knew, know two women in separate locations. Mm -hmm. Both of them went to Kauai, threw all their clothes on the ground, and walked into the wilderness. Whoa. They lived there for months. Whoa. They just completely naked. They grew their own food. And it, I've been on Kauai where you just pick the fruit off the trees. It's all over it's the amazing place. place. You, yes, amazing. You, there are, I forget what type of fruit it is there, some kind of passion fruit or something. It rots on the ground. You have to hold your nose. It just oh, ferments. noni, 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 noni. Noni, that's the stinky fruit, the noni. No, it's not noni, but noni does grow there too. Yeah, yeah but this was some kind of uh, a, a green fruit. I forget the name of it. My friend Christina Ponzo would know exactly what it was. She's an expert on all these tropical fruits living down there in Yalapa, Mexico. Hmm. 
So you think, um, in general, a colder climate would be easier to stay stronger longer? You know, uh, Donald Lay said that it is better to be born in a cold climate and then move to a temperate one. But he said, for optimum longevity, you want to travel back for one month every winter to a northern climate oh. where you experience snow and cold and then come back to the temperate. And that was enough for your booster charge to make you live a long time. Yeah. People been... in tropical climates don't live as long. If you really check the statistics, Is that that right? temperate climates, people do better. Oh. Yeah, they do better. I've been thinking about uh, Iceland. Man, that's, you talk about a pretty cool spot, man. It's cold up there, but boy, it's beautiful. It's, man, really beautiful. They're pretty I cool. I have good friends living up in Idaho, and they uh, they love it up there in the snow. The snow gets up. Now, one of them goes back to Austin on a regular basis and then goes back there oh. just in the summer. Spends most of the time up there. Another one of my friends is up there for good. He loves it up there. Of course, the way California is going, you just, may, you just may need to make a move someday. I mean, I don't want to, you know, put that out there, but... Are you, will you think about that? I mean, have you guys thought about maybe we may need to blow this popsicle stand someday? You know. Politically, I mean, how crazy can they get, right? How kind of crazy can they get? The scenery is so wonderful here, but pretty soon, if we can't enjoy it, if we're on, you know, they want people locked down in their homes. What if they have in Australia now? People have been locked down for a year. Or I know, I know. What happened to two weeks? Oh, two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, right. Well, here in California, it gets worse and worse. We have the Wicked Witch of the West. That's the name for Nancy Pelosi. We have Mussolini. And they're connected with uh, here with the Getty family. You're familiar with the Getty family? They're the ones that provided the money to get Gavin Newsom in office in the first place. The, the Fisher family, the Guggenheim family, all of those people, the, the 10... Is it 10 richest families in San Francisco got them started? Once he got started, then Silicon Valley, the unions, everybody yeah. contributed. I predicted that he was going to win by a landslide because uh, the contenders made mistakes on what Californians are thinking. They think Californians want to get rid of these masks. No, <laughs> they're sheep bots here in California. They are the problem. It's not the 1%, it's the 99% are the problem. It makes it tough for the 1% like Vibrant Gal and I. Are there that many people in California, Adam Bergstrom, that are that far off to lunch? Really? You'd be surprised. They did a poll in Australia, and 61% of the people thought the government was doing the right thing. In Australia? Going up behind people and and pouncing them to the ground and and, and beating on them is the right thing? Come on. They're saving our lives by doing that. The police are saving our lives. And you think Australian police are not armed like they are here. The military since Obama has been supplying, you know, Daryl Gates in L.A. Knocked down uh, so-called crack houses. You didn't have to have a warrant or anything. Just knock the house down and go get the crack. The war on drugs. Who was behind the war on drugs? Joe Biden. He's been behind a lot of things for a long time. The reason we have such penalties for drugs and three strikes and all that, Joe Biden. 
he's been a source of uh, problems for a long time. That was during the Reagan administration. I think they should just sit Joe down and let him just watch Jeopardy, you know? Just watch Jeopardy, you'll be fine. You know, here's some cocoa. And, but you know, the thing of it is, you can't get rid of the guy. I mean, you can't even impeach him, because then what would you have? You'd have this crazy woman. I mean, I don't know, how are we going to even make it another three years with these people? Yeah. And they're not under control. They, they're being controlled. They're oh, just, of course, they, you yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, you know. But I mean, you just have no way out, though, now, right, for the next three years. Uh, and maybe longer, because the way the people are in California, I don't see much pushback coming here. The pushback is so minor. We have demonstrations in Santa Barbara, and they get criticized by the press, and they lie about them. They lie about the amount coming and how many European people are involved. I don't write anything in the paper anymore. I used to have letters to the editor, but we don't want to be uh, targeted now. Right. Because believe me, you get targeted here. They do have snitches. They keep track of you and they figure ways to sabotage people who are against their program. And if I, if I recall now that, that Mussolini there and, and, and company, that you've got to get the vax to go to school, right? This, this injection. Is oh, that, yeah, yeah. Is that correct? Definitely. Wow. No exceptions. Yeah, no testing, vaccine, or don't go to school. Do you, and get arrested if you don't send your kid to school. Private, public, doesn't matter. The only thing a parent can do if they don't want their kid vaxxed is get out of the state. Or homeschool, right? No, no, you can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? Not in California. You can't do that in California. In Texas, you're lucky, like I say. You have no idea what's going on here in California. That's nuts. They want everybody 100% vaccinated. They said herd immunity first. 60%, 70%, 60%, 70%, something like that. Now it's 100%. Can you imagine zero carbon emissions? That's just as ridiculous as herd immunity with 100%. Absolute ludicrous. So Adam, we know these things are dangerous. The, the science is there. I mean, we know they're dangerous. So these people, whether or not they know it or conscious of it, they just want to kill a lot of people, right? I mean... How else can you say it any other way? Am I overstating it? Nope. They well, they want to kill and uh, neutralize. So they don't mind having slaves as long as you're in the city and keep out of their hair. They need physical people to come to for the landscapers. Here in Montecito, the people who have money, there are more landscapers in Montecito from over the border than there sure. are residents of this city. Yeah. So they need them for their physical thing. We won't be allowed to be in the country like this. We will be confined to a city artificially, but here in the country, this is for the 1%. We have now George Lucas uh, living here. We have, you name them, they're all moving here because this is one of the places that is going to be safe. That's one of the things we figured being in the belly of the beast is a good place to, uh, to to live. More and more people are moving in here. The real estate market is so hot. You you put your house up for market and immediately it's sold for thousands over what you're asking for it, immediately. And, and why is Montecito like, it's just going to be a place where the, the rich and famous, uh, they're getting, 
they they stay under the radar or what's the deal yeah all all of the uh there's so many so-called uh billionaires who live in texas actually live here they hmm. just have their address in texas but they're here do you think elon musk really left california he just left on name only where's his main manufacturing plant hawthorne california still that didn't change so so it's all a farce to get rid of the people they they want. They only want uh, service people. Look at in Hollywood, there the the actors don't have to wear masks working to, walking down the carpet. All of their servants have masks yeah. on, you know. And all of the people I see, uh, my heart reached out. I saw some elderly Mexican man in a you know picking up our garbage Saturday. Uh, when we were driving down through Santa Barbara and he had this glow, you know, you just knew he was a spiritual being, right. but the poor guy had to be vaccinated. He's not going to be able to work for that trash company without getting it in the arm, you know, and God knows how long he's going to live. But I still have that image of that delightful elderly looking man that just had the face of an angel, you know, as we drove down the street, just in the, uh, in the, the so-called poor section of, uh, of Santa Barbara. Amazing. Boy, did you see where Hollywood out there, man, they are, they got all these different unions ready to go on strike. Boy, the movie industry is going to take another hit. And uh, <laughs> they're just getting started again. I think they released their first two movies or something, another Batman movie. And now they've got such bad karma, don't they, Hollywood? Oh, my God. You don't even know. Oh, my goodness. Well, on. they want to get everybody in the screen at home. They they don't really want them to go out, except the vaccinated people, the, the people who have been, uh, and you know there's different vaccinations. You know that Joe Biden, not only did he get a fake vaccine in the camera, yeah. did you see that that wasn't even the White House? It was a stage set somewhere else? Are you kidding? I didn't did know that. It wasn't, was even the the it wasn't even at the White House. It wasn't even at the White House? You pan away and you see it was a state. They have a, They bring a White House set around the country with them so that he can look like he's given the orders from the White House. So you actually think that he's going to get the vaccine? No I way. I mean, ridiculous. No way. Poor guy. He never would have no made it with, with a couple of vaccines. He, you know, he'd be falling over more than he is now. Yeah, they don't want the president of the United States to suddenly get uh, GBS, what is it, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Right. Can't even pronounce the fancy names they have for it, but basically it's Bell's palsy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to have the president going? Okay, let's do a little break here, and then we're going to take some more emails and play some more. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. This is uh, uh, one of our favorite things ever. I don't know if you heard our Santos Bonacci. He said that um, the sun, which is a good thing, is actually made from <gasps> hydrogen. This was previously with George Wiseman about his Aquacure machine making hydrogen, gas, and water out of the same hose. Listen. The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a, astonishing the amount of ailments. In fact, in scientific studies, and they have over a thousand scientific studies now, they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form. But it works just as well on animals and plants and lizards and birds and everybody. And you're saying this because this machine 
called the aquacure, split into five different parts. Six. I got hydrogen, oxygen, electro, enhanced water, water vapors, monoatomic hydrogen. What else? And monoatomic oxygen. Oh, the monooxygen. And that's what your machine does? It splits it? Yes, it, it makes that mixture inside the machine, and all that comes out a single hose, the same hose. A gas? As a gas, in gaseous form, yes. And you breathe it or you put it in water? So if you bubble the Brown's gas into this water, yeah. into, let's say, distilled water, it will go to a negative ORP. And when you drink that, it actually gives your body an, an electrical energy, this, these electrons. Instead of sucking energy from you, it gives it. So you can have water that is healthful and not healthful just by the energy that's in the water. You want to get one? Me too. Ours is on the way. Check this out. Lifetime warranty on the machine itself, and then a one-year, no-questions-asked, money-back guarantee if you, don't, if you like the machine within a year. I mean, have you ever heard of a warranty like that? The AquaCure. Use promo code 1RADIO, promo code 1RADIO for a 10% discount. It's in our store on OneRadioNetwork.com. Is it my turn, or what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, it's my turn. My turn. Yeah, before we go back to Adam, tell you about a couple of really nice products that you can play around with. This is a new, uh, well, it's new to, it's, it's, we used to have it years ago, and it's, it's called uh, BioAge. Bio superfood, and uh, they have different, different um, strengths like F1, F2, F3. You get an F3, and it's uh, it's really just uh, spirulina and different uh, dendilella, salalina, astaxanthin, and other little uh, microbes and greens. And but it's, it's really uh, well done in the way they they do it. They do it in an enclosed area. So you're not even dealing with any kind of possible um, um, things in your, um, you know, in the water, because people have concerns about some of these things. So um, that's cool. And then we have astaxanthin, and then we have arise, and this is uh, from Shen Blossom. And guys, this is a wonderful thing, boy, for libido and. Uh, You can take a hit of this every day, probably forever. And if you want to stick around to about 144 and, uh, <clears throat> and uh, you know, have children and grandchildren and stuff like that. So this is a rise. <clears throat> and it's on oneradionetwork.com on the Shen Blossom uh, link. I need to do another little commercial here because my camera is having a, a little thing going on here. And um, and I need to change out something, so I'm going to do it. So arise is with the Shen Blossom, and then this is um, a cool little thing that's made by uh, some folks in Australia when they're not in lockdown, and it is. put together and distributed by Brandon Amalani, the same fellow in the uh, uh, in Shen Blossom. And it's called Blue Shield. And uh, it really works. This is a great technology. 
It will help your body to better deal with uh, cell phone towers, Wi-Fi's, 5G, 6G, whatever. But uh, check this out. Previously, we were talking with Brandon about the Blue Shield EMF device, and he says it goes out 90 yards in all directions. It's an omnidirectional field that, if you think about a huge sphere that's expanding, that's that's essentially what the waveform pattern looks like. Oh, that's cool. So it's putting frequencies into the body, and then how does that work in relation to electromagnetic field that's coming in in the walls and the windows through a cell phone tower down the street? Yeah, so the cell repeaters and Wi-Fi and all this electromagnetic radiation in, in the um, in the environment, people mistakenly think that this is somehow going to act like a shield and block the radiation and make it not appear on any kind of tri-field meter or any measuring device. And that's simply not the case. It's more of a, an energy medicine, so to speak, where it's it's stimulating the bodies at the cellular level to create a cellular response to make all the individual cells much stronger and more able to adapt to the EMF stressors. So that's number one on the physical or the somatic level where the body is experiencing a decrease in stress from electromagnetic fields. If you're interested, you can click on the Blue Shield ad on the front page of One Radio Network. Use promo code One Radio, or also contact Brandon through his website there when you click, and he'll give you more information. Front page Blue Shield EMF protection device on OneRadioNetwork.com. And we are back. I think yeah, we're back. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. SolarTiming.com. Adam, folks, uh, Adam, tell folks about your two websites that you have and what they can find there when they come visit. SolarTiming.com is where the books are available. Lots of them. Everything from mesmerism. Mesmerism. And mesmerism, by the way, is not about, uh, I don't recommend mesmerism. I just want to see if other people can put us in states like that. I'm a DIY. Do it yourself. Why not do it ourselves? Why be dependent on somebody else? The other side, of course, is, uh, is uh, sunsink, uh, sunsinknutrition.com, and that's the $99, and I do a bunch of blogs. I also do a lot of blogs on one radio network. I've been doing them now. What am I up to? Blog number 2000? I don't know. You like just that. got... Yeah, your blog is, is on our website, and they're great. You should just check them out every day. Just go on every few days, right? You do one, two or three days? You put every few days. I've been slow this week because it's been really hard on us here with all this happening been going on. Right. But yeah. I'll be back in the groove probably tomorrow. Um, here's an email. Um, JPL founder, are you thinking of Jack Parsons? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, Th- that's the JPS guy. I'm talking about, and I just looked him up, Hubertus Strughold. I beg your pardon? Randolph Field. Is Randolph Field still an Air Force base? What is it now? They're in Texas, it's right out of San Antonio. Randolph Field is where he became the father of space medicine, along with Heinz Haber. They did all these experiments, and what they did back in Nazi Germany he was the head of the space medicine for the Luftwaffe. Oh, good. And basically, what they did is they took people at Dachau and they uh, they immersed them in freezing water to see how long they would live. They put them in fire, see how long they live. 
They put them in uh, without oxygen, see how long they live. They did surgery on them in various parts of their body without painkiller to see how they could sand it. They did all of those things that came in handy for NASA years later when they, when they made him the father of space medicine. Now, if you want to see the sanitized version of them, go to Wikipedia, look up Hubertus Struggle, and see how they try to explain away, well, maybe he didn't, he didn't, etc. But if you look into the history of Hubertus Struggle, he was a very bad man. He was a bad dude. A bad man. And I read his book before I knew anything about him. I thought, wow, this is really great. He's into into solar timing, you know, he does la 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 la. I didn't know at that time that solar timing had been kidnapped by the genetics people who wanted to say it had nothing to do with the environment. It was the environment that had been captured in our body by genes. And so you could do gene therapy to change the environment. Even now, they have a gene therapy and drugs to make you artificially adjust to various areas, which is insane because it's not only the uh, super chiasmatic nuclei, the fancy part we have in our brain that determines light cycles, it's food cycles and it's uh, exercise cycles and social cycles that time us. It's hmm. just not light alone. This whole light with the orange glasses is so overrated. Uh, one out of 10 people, no matter how deep the red light is, it still changes their circadian rhythm. We were designed to sleep in the dark and be awake in the light. We are not like a rat, which is a, a nocturnal creature. We're basically uh, uh, diurnal creatures. We live during the day as usual. Most people do. Now, now they're trying to destroy all that by having workers work all night. They're going to solve it soon. AI. Uh, workers only are robots. That's why they're getting rid of everybody, because they're going to replace us with robots. They have no problem now. Do you see the robots they have now? No. They balance the robot on a ball, on a rolling ball. And it can, the gyro is so balanced that you can have four robots on rolling balls do work, move things around on a rolling ball. I was involved in the gyroscope industry at Lytton, uh, Lytton Systems Guidance and Control back in the 60s when they were first doing that. We supplied the gyroscopes for missiles, all kinds of things way back in the day. Thanks to Charles Thornton. You may have heard of him. He's a Texan. Charles Thornton. No, I've never heard of him. Charles Thornton. He was fired from Hughes for creative accounting. And oh. so he started uh, Lytton Industries. And then along with his buddy because he worked at Ford at one time with Robert McNamara. Well, I'm reading in the paper that Lytton bought the submarine, bought a shipyard at Ingalls Shipyard in Mississippi. I wonder, why would we go into buying a shipyard? And then it's announced about six months later, oh, uh, we need to make nuclear submarines. Who has a shipyard? Oh, Lytton has Ingalls Shipyard down there in Mississippi. And it became the largest employer in Mississippi because Charles Thornton got the word ahead of time from Robert McNamara that they were going to be building nuclear submarines. That's how it's done. Working in the space industry, I saw it all the time. Pat my back, you get the contract. 
And, and of course, we end up with a, a screw for some kind of an airplane, the F-11 or whatever, for 600 bucks for a screw that right. you could go down to Pet Boys and buy for a dollar or a whole uh, 500 of them. Wasn't it McNamara that came out the day before 9-11 and said that we lost $3 trillion or something at the Defense Department? Wasn't that McNamara? It could be. I, I kind of lost track I think it was, that. yeah. He I was think it was McNamara. during the uh, Vietnam War and all of that, of course. And he confessed to a lot of it. He wrote an autobiography where he kind of said he was doing some bad stuff. Oh, no, no. It wasn't the, McNamara. Actually, McNamara turned out to be a good guy. Yeah, he did. He came clean with a lot of stuff. I'm thinking of somebody else. Not McNamara. Sort of. He didn't come clean with everything, but he came, but he did straighten up a little bit and yeah. clarify. But Charles Thornton was one of his, uh, one of his, uh, the, the Ford whiz kids were spread out through. Remember, Ford was a, a Nazi company, basically. Uh, Henry Ford was violently and vehemently anti Semitic. He's also the reason we have soy in this country. Henry? That was used to destroy the beta carotene in red wheat. That's why we have white wheat now instead of red wheat. You can't make this stuff up. It's in Scientific American. Anyone wants to go back in the 30s and see what happened. They want to erase that history. It's hard to find it on the internet. And they don't want you to go to libraries anymore where anybody can go and look this stuff up like I used to do. Back in the days. This is an email from Jovan. He says, we live in the land of Serbia which is heavily bombarded with depleted uranium ammunition at 99. I wonder what that means, 99. Anything that we could, should be aware of while choosing our food, and how do you think this situation might affect us? Hmm. What does that mean, 99, you know, I wonder? Uh, it's probably a spinoff from depleted uranium. Uh, Germany won't even use uh, depleted uranium in their shells. And, of course, we use it. We have made uh, uh, Iraq, Kuwait, it's all radioactive now in the right. water and everything in the dust. And many of our soldiers supposedly, uh, what do they call it, uh, the syndrome from Iraq, uh, it's really depleted uranium. Uh, now here's what the government claims. Depleted uranium isn't radioactive at all. It's perfectly safe. You don't have to worry about it. Then I read in a Fort Worth newspaper, the government spends millions shielding the depleted uranium supply they have to protect it from the public. So who's right here? And then, uh, what's the name of the mag? New scientist from England said England is in danger because wherever they use uh, uh, artillery ranges for the military, they use depleted uranium. And now the whole of the British Islands is full of depleted uranium. Wow. Right here, the closest we are is to Point Mugu, where they have a range like that de using depleted uranium. So we're kind of out of the loop. But anyway, if you're going to be exposed to radioactivity, you want to keep to a slightly acidic diet. Acidic. You want to, uh, which is an anabolic diet. Uh, alkalinity is the cause of, well, that's what fish oil does. That's what uh, radiation does. That's what shock does. When you're in shock, you go into an alkaline, over-alkaline reaction. Nothing wrong with alkalinity. It's over-alkalinity that causes the problem. So many people claim, oh, you can't get cancer if you eat an alkaline diet. That's true. But once you get cancer, 
then it spreads cancer much faster. So you can actually eat omega-3 oils and slow down the rate of the growth of cancer. But once you have that and it's started, it quickly metastasizes through your body hmm. with omega-3s. Omega-3s are the closest to radiation that you can imagine. And basically, people are taking radiation pills when they take fish oils, and they wow. have no idea how serious it really is and how they have been bamboozled by, by our medical police state. There's no other word for it. Even Illich told us about it in 1973. It's a medical police state then, and this is like 60 years later, and you think it's not worse? And I think the name of that was, uh, Lynn sent it to us, something like Blue, oh, I had it here, Blue Ice or Blue, Blue, Blue. Um, yeah, here it is. Blue, Blue Ice Fermented, CLO and Butter Oil. That's the one from Weston Price. Hmm. Something like that. Ghee is actually protective for radiation. Butter oil. Butter oil? Now you get the whole oil in the ghee. The, the difference is you don't get the fats and the proteins and the other things in it. You just get the, the oil. Huh. I just use butter these days because I don't seem like to have a problem. But if you wanted uh, a more quality oil, then ghee is definitely a good way to go. Um, can Adam um, tell us what meridians or acupuncture points a person can stimulate to trigger the body to regenerate the enamel and structure damage to the teeth? Hmm. You know, uh, There's really not any meridians I know that can do that, but you can be helped by one, the kidney meridian. How that works exactly, we'd have to get someone like uh, Wu Dang Chen or someone to explain that. Because most, uh, most acupuncture is based on incorrect traditional Chinese medicine. There's no such thing. Mao made it up as a selling point of propaganda. There is traditional Chinese medicine. No such thing exists. If you go back in history, it was totally fabricated. And TCM was designed to sell to American doctors who were too stupid to know the difference. So all these doctors started doing it and didn't know. Adonis Lay went to a workshop by the doctors and he had no degree whatsoever, but they let him in because he knew more about it than they did. <laughs> so they figured we, we can learn from this guy. He knew more about it. But he he never even, uh, he had one day in school. That was his entire schooling. Wow. Even worked for RCA with no schooling whatsoever because he got he knew someone that got him in, his cousin. Anyway, uh, uh, butter oil is good. Uh, and other things protect you like from radiation, like keeping anabolic. See, we have two systems in our body, an anabolic one and a catabolic one. Uh, when you exercise, you break your body down. That's catabolism. So that you can super, super compensate at night by sleeping and becoming anabolic. Then you build a bigger muscle. So the trick to improving something is uh, 
building it. Now, here's a problem. If I build up my arms, it steals from my other muscles to build my arms. So the smart bodybuilder, I learned this from Pete. I hadn't thought about that before, that if you build your arms, you're going to sacrifice your legs to do it. Hmm. So you have to have kind of an overall plan and use mostly concentric exercises like he proposes. He really is smart about that. However, some people have such a metabolic output, like the turbine tornado, that they can run 25 miles a day and get away with it and live to 111. To me, the success story is how long you're here. I have friends dropping like flies in their 70s and their 60s and things like that. And so far, I'm glad to be of Gov Graham. All the mistakes I've made in my life, all the drugs I've taken, all the alcohol, all the uh, tuna fish, and I'm still here, so that's good. So, well, what's the, what's the, uh, um, um, the really metric for the good metabolism, higher metabolism that you want? What is that? When your pulse raises, that's a good indication of it, and your blood pressure. When you're, uh, when you're rebuilding, you want the blood pressure to raise. Now, they give you a blood pressure drug when your body is trying to compensate for it. Right. It wants the blood pressure to be high so it can make something go away. So you go through the high blood pressure. If your high blood pressure stays, then something's very wrong. Then you're still doing something wrong that is allowing it to stay up. Normally, we have high blood pressure for a reason. When you run, do you want low blood pressure? Now, it can be done both ways. I wish I could remember this exercise that Chen gave us. We got up in the morning and we faced the sun and we did various exercises. I remembered knee rotations as being part of it. And then he said, okay, run now. So we ran a long distance really quickly, ran back really quickly. Your pulse. It was like six, mine was 60 back then. It was 60 after running like that. So he said the key to Tai Chi is you want to have all that energy that you would get with a, a higher pulse, but you want it at a low pulse. Your heart must stay at a, a regular rate and not be elevated. And that's one of the secrets of Tai Chi and Qigong. Yeah. But yeah. I don't remember the technique. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to Dr. Pete uh, off the air one day, and you know my pulse... Uh, my thyroid is getting stronger. I can feel it. It's just sleeping better, everything. Um, and my pulse just stays at 60. He said, well, you just probably have a strong heart. Don't worry, you know. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's but, saying, you know, the way people say that if it's 60, if you get there by natural means without adrenaline, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I obviously wasn't getting there by uh, natural means because when I switched to the peak way or – Fury pick mm -hmm. into the Pete way. I was horrified because my pulse was 60 when I was a teenager. In my 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, it was it's 70s. It stayed 60, never changed. I'd go on the Pete and start drinking, taking the sugar and thing. 90. What the heck? And Whoa. 90? Really? And it really worried me. Now it's gone down to like 80, uh, uh, something like that. And sometimes even in the the average is 72. I used to brag because everybody else is 72. I'm 60. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, now I'm one of the 72 and plus. I'm you think it's somewhere a, between you think it's a healthier, and yeah. You think it's a healthier situation for you to be in that 12 beats higher? Well, 
it got rid of my edema. It got rid mm. of my easy bruising. It got rid of various things. And incidentally, recently I I bumped myself and it, I realized I was bruising easily again. What did I do? I went and bought a bunch of kale, cooked the heck out of it, and this bruise I have, you know, I don't think you can even see it now, it healed up in a day. <laughs> Just cook kale. <laughs> with a cake. Yeah, cook kale. He said it's so loaded with K, and so thank you, Ray Pete, again, because uh, I was worried. I said, oh, my God, my bruising's coming back again after five years because I just bumped myself lightly. I, I touched a vibrant gal's car on the way out, and I got this bruise. Well, as soon as I took the kale, two days later, it, I looked at it to see how it was doing. It was gone. gone. I couldn't even see it anymore. I'll be. Yeah. It was red and inflamed and a big scab on it and everything. And what did you do? Off. What did you do to raise the, raise the pulse a little bit? Uh, you did sugar, orange juice? Yeah, I think the, the stopping the tuna, uh-huh. uh, stopping eating in restaurants, because frankly, when you travel a lot by Greyhound bus, by hitchhiking, by car, what are you going to do? Subway, wherever you're going to try and find food. Try and find a bacon or restaurant on the road. I was confined to truck stops mostly in the middle of the night. You're not going to find a decent restaurant open when I traveled at 1 o'clock in the morning sure. usually. Yeah. So, bad food. So, but it was mainly better food, organic, and adding orange juice. Um what else? Yeah, it, the oranges, I think, are one of the major things, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the major things, yeah. definitely the oranges. Uh, we have three a day. We grind them out on our little uh, mm. uh, juicer, whatever you call that thing, and and uh, three a day, almost every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing a lot, too. I, I like it. My body likes the orange juice. Boy, we can't get organic all that's the time. A better way. Yeah, go ahead. That's a better way to get your, uh, for one thing, the minimum daily requirement for vitamin C, one orange gives you five times that. So for people looking for vitamin C, there it is. And it's the real vitamin C. The supplementary vitamin C is different. It can be used as a medicine in certain circumstances, but basically the one that nature made is the one in an orange and a potato. Um, oh, here it is. Donald Rumsfeld. That's the guy. Uh, announced the missing two three trillion dollars from the Pentagon coffers on Monday, September tenth. Yeah, McNamara did come clean regarding the Gulf of Tonkin farce too many years after the fact, of course. Yeah, yeah, it was McNamara. He turned out to be a pretty cool guy because he he came clean on the Tonkin. It was it was Rumsfeld, Rummy. Rummy was the guy, yeah. That's Mr. Aspartame. Aspartame, remember? oh, yeah. Yeah. Background. yeah, he was a bad guy. <laughs> Thanks to the email, yeah. I, I just couldn't, couldn't make the connection there. Um, here's an email. I've had two hair analysis in 2001 and 2020, which both showed non-radioactive uranium levels so high that they were 2.5 times higher than what the limit of this chart should show. I live in western Nebraska, no granite here, but potential for uh, solubized uranium. Uh, 
out of the high limestone content by nitrates. I've drunk only distilled water for the last five years, yet my uranium levels went up from the 2001 level. Do I need to be concerned about the non-radioactive iodine? Do I need to do anything? No, that won't do anything. Iodine doesn't work unless you have an iod- radioactive iodine. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Uh, by the way, Nebraska, uh, that is a radioactive area. Is it? People don't realize how ubiquitous radiation is. And when they did that, when they did that uh, uh, radioactive testing above ground in Nevada, where do you think that went? Most of that radiation went, you could had a Geiger counter in Jersey City, New Jersey, and it would go off. That's where it was all going. California got the least of it because the way the currents went, the it weather went, went west, north, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Utah got the worst. That's why Georgetown and those places like that, uh, no, St. George, St. George in, in, uh, in Nevada was one of the worst. But anyway, Nebraska had all these missile silos. Uh-huh. And they had a nuclear disaster there where a man sacrificed his life to keep Nebraska from going up in flame. The whole state. So uh, you can read about it. Who is the author who wrote about pot? One of the earlier guys to write about pot. He wrote one about the how many nuclear disasters we have narrowly avoided, including during the Kennedy administration blowing up the entire city of of Washington when an atom bomb almost went off 50 miles away when a plane crashed, Mm. but luckily the bomb didn't go off. Uh, Same thing happened in Spain, all over. But what he wants to know is how to get that uranium. Yeah, how do you get, do you think it's an issue for this person to try to get it out? The acidic and eat sugar, raise the metabolic level and get it out. Uh, Alkalinity is Mm. multiplied by eating things like uh, that have cortisol, estrogen is one of the worst offenders, omega-3 oils, which is a cofactor, mm-hmm. histamine, all of those things you minimize. You can't make them go completely away. Omega-3 is a plant defense chemical. They don't like us. <laughs> they don't like herbivores, and they don't like vegans especially. So they put chemical defense, because they can't run away. They don't have legs like we do to escape. So they have poisons. And so you're not going to get rid of it completely. Uh, a person who got rid of omega-3s completely would age, would be living to a 200 without uh, omega-3 oils, estrogen, serotonin, nitric oxide, and several other chemicals. Those are all more alkaline. So this person wants to get a little bit more acidic. But the bottom part that they just sent back, and they, 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 they had a typo, do I need to be concerned about the non-radioactive uranium, not the iodine? So okay, but that doesn't matter because yeah. iodine wasn't going to be. So it'd be more raise the metabolism. So maybe try some sugar. Sugar is one thing to raise the metabolism to. In other words, that makes you operate at a quicker speed. Mm-hmm. See, speed is much more important than time. That's the secret of time travel too. You want speed, not time. Speed is not calculated by time. Speed uh, shrinks time, right? The faster you go. Right, right now, you and I are talking. A uh, hundred years ago, we'd be writing letters by Pony Express, right? right. 
Right. It's at the time. But now we're in two places of the country and we're having a conversation. This is time travel right here. People yes. don't realize how it creeps up on you. So, of course, there is no time. The Internet people know that. And we're experiencing it. So, 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 but then sugar doesn't, even though it raises your metabolism, it doesn't, it could actually cause, make it easier to relax, right? The opposite of what, it can, do. it can actually help you to relax easier. Just the opposite yeah, of what the whole sugar story. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, you go to the gym and try to work out on sugar and you're, uh, it doesn't work. It's like you ever try to work out on alcohol. Holy cow. <laughs> that really messes you up because it burns even faster. So uh, if I was going to eat sugar and go to the gym, I would take half cream. One of my favorite desserts, by the way, yeah. fill a little cup with that much cream and an equal amount of sugar. Mix it up and oh boy, makes your eyes roll back in your head. What does that do, the, the cream and the sugar together? Well, it slows down, the fat slows down the sugar burning. Dietary fiber will do that too. That's why ideally get your sweetness from sweet fruit. Cherimoya, mangoes, papaya, a sweet peach, Mm -hmm. uh, kiwi, those kind of things. The the sweeter, the better. Or a barhe date is my favorite. Yeah, they're fun. There you got dietary fiber and you got lots of sugar. Yeah. So so maybe, is that why milk before bed with sugar actually helps sleep because it releases the sugar throughout the night so you don't get low blood? actually help. You know, milk is better in dairy at the middle of the day, according to solar. But cream is neutral. So that's why whole cream. Mm. Now, the trouble is you got carrageenum and all this junk in the cream. We're lucky here. We get raw cream. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it is ridiculous that it's illegal for us to eat cream. I mean, it's bad enough that we can't do drugs, we can't do the you know, vegetables. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was governor, said, of course I smoke pot. This is a vegetable. It's not a drug. <laughs> he even said it back <laughs> when he was governor. Hey, hey dude. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's crazy enough. But they're protecting us from, we can't take raw milk. Oh, it's going to kill you. The raw milk's going to kill you. And meanwhile, we can go to uh, McDonald's and eat all the chemicals in there that they put in there, and that's perfectly safe for us. For so when you when you do raw cream, what's the benefit of that? What's what's going on for the body that it, it allows the sugar to last in your body? Hmm. Uh, Steve Schreiber used to use an expression like uh, taking sugar by itself is like uh, burning uh, pine uh, needles <laughs> goes up like that. You put logs on the fire, and so then the sugar reacts. Mm-hmm. Like if I want the coffee to stay in my body, uh, I add cream because then it's slow burn. But if I want to just get up right away, like say uh, I'm, uh, I want to be uh, mentally awake for your show, uh, and it's 10 minutes away, I just take the coffee with uh, lots of sugar in it, nothing else with it. Ray Pete doesn't usually recommend that, and I only do it that way when I need a boost really quickly, or I have an abscess or something that I want. No cream. I want uh, the no sugar to get in there quickly. Hmm. So it, we can control it. Remember, everything bad about something has a good thing because yeah, uh, everything. Yeah. You can take uh, fish oil, keep it around for medicine. Maybe you can stop 
theamine, the vitamin B1, when you take too much of it, it can cause convulsions. Fish oil will stop it just like that. Hmm. So everything has a purpose for it. It's just that if you take fish oil on a regular deal, it greatly accelerates old age. But as a medicine, yeah. Is it better to die of a convulsion or, and spend maybe three days of aging to keep alive? I'd take the three days of aging hmm. and make it up down the line someplace. We'll do one more here. This is from Priscilla. What a great name. Priscilla, sometimes I get bags into my eyes that look terrible. What is the cause of eye bags? You know, some of it is actually caused by the skin being thinner there. So the trick is to build up the skin there. Now, how does skin build? It can build like muscle. What you do is just lightly massage it. In fact, the best way to build skin under the eyes is a feather. Take huh. a feather no kidding. and you stimulate the nerves. Now, what follows the, the nerve stimulation? Blood vessels, capillaries go there. You fill in the skin. So any place, uh, if you want to get rid of scars, that's one way to do it. Just take a raven feather or some kind of feather you get at the, uh, hmm. the market and just do like that and tickle it. That tickling you feel brings energy to the skin, and then your body feels it and says, okay, must need some extra blood there to support the nerves. Nerves are not going to work without blood and lymph, right? So you've got to have energy there. So you can not only build muscle, you can build skin back too by that way. And I have a friend that personally got rid of her scar by following the directions. Clockwise works better, but it's not totally necessary. You just have to just use the feather. You better be careful talking like that. People think you're a witch doctor. They're going to try to burn you at the stake <laughs> with feathers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Donald Lay used to go by WD. What's that? Witch doctor. Witch doctor. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned about the face. I have a book, and the whole, I've never really played with it much, but the whole idea about the face and keeping your face nice and clear and all that is exactly what you were saying. She said, never... Never do, you know, like this, massage or anything like that. But it's always just like, I bet you that's why it worked. Because she was just teaching you how to just. So, so, so the body just feels that. Interesting. And then builds more skin and, and collagen or, or whatever, right? And gradually, you could do a muscle test as an experiment. Oh. Have a person hold their arm out, tap hmm. it lightly. It'll weaken immediately, but just rub it lightly, and it'll strengthen your muscles stronger than it was before. You can strengthen a person by rubbing them lightly. That's why after deep massage, hmm. which sometimes is a mistake if you do it too long, what does the massage therapist do? Very lightly over yeah. you, roughly yeah. to bring you back into life flow and get the blood circulating. Otherwise, if you left a person after deep massage, they're in a state of shock when they leave. So massage therapists, have, they don't even know why they do it, but they do that naturally to bring the person back and restore them hmm. to their sympathetic tone in their body. I mean, I can build muscles by just doing this. You can, yeah. <laughs> that's the funny thing. I'm going to do where that. The attention is where it goes. That's easier yeah. than that's easier than lifting weights. <laughs> You know, back in the 70s, I was amazed to find this research. They said, which works best, 
acupuncture, reflexology, and they did all of that. And the one that worked best was reflexology, but where you paid attention to it. You focused on yeah, it with you your focused. mind. Yeah. That healed great. Of course, the mind is the greatest healer of all. We know that. You can be immune to radiation, fire, Daniel in the lion's den, all of that stuff, if you have a strong enough focus, whether you call it mental or whatever. So, see, our mind is a co combination of programming and soul. Soul is soul. It's, you can't, how, how can fire burn itself? How can water drown itself? Right. Soul cannot be that. But when we get tricked, oh, that animal out there, that's me. I'm like that as as soul we get tricked into mind and then we believe we're aging we believe we have disease we believe all of that stuff is really true if you don't believe it it's not going to happen it's just not true man you know it's just not true you know and more and more i think this whole COVID thing was a real just a whole it, it was just a mind thing you know you just believe it's there it's, and Propaganda, a propaganda, a propaganda virus, and they're not letting up on this stuff. No, you think the fourth shot is going to be the end of this? It's going to be the fifth shot. They are going to demand that you have a flu shot and a COVID shot once or twice a year, henceforth to eternity. They don't mean to lighten up on this unless Americans, a world population, gets wise like Norway and says. No more no mandates. More. Yeah, we're just not going to do. Not going to happen. Yeah. But here in California, I hope you have better luck in Texas because it's not going to happen here in California. Well, the God, people you know, no knock on wood on all uh, our guys. Pretty cool, and he's they're all over this vaccine mandates and and they're finding people for doing it and cool stuff. So I think we're in a good spot. Florida's doing the same thing, and, and uh, I suspect that someday we're just going to. Separate the whole country, right? And they're going to have. Well, know. they want a civil war. Definitely, they want a yeah. civil war. They've got that that plan, yeah. and we're we're very close to it in many ways right now. Yeah, they want the pushback. That's why. Why are they suddenly putting all these Trump videos on YouTube and approving them? Oh, I because didn't. Know, I didn't know that. Vote. Yeah. They, oh yeah. They want yeah, a they, civil war. I, I, right. That's right. They they want they want this uh, dynamic tension. So you feel you can make a difference. And meanwhile, here's how it works. Ian Fleming talked about Russian spies, American spies, English spies, all of that. But he also talked about a fictional organization called Spectre. Spectre. Which was I remember, yeah. Doing yeah. It's a very real deal. Ian Fleming helped in the, uh, in the Operation Paperclip movement. He knew. He bridged the Germans into Argentina. But that said, here's the analogy. Imagine China, Russia, and the United States as fighting fish in a bowl. But Spectre is the cat that waits for one to win and then eats the final fish. <laughs> so there really is a Spectre. You can call it Operation Paperclip, the Truman Doctrine, or uh, the Great Reset, or the Fourth Industrial Revolution, whatever you call it. There's the cat. He and Fleming was a he was a swamp, huh? He was a swamp turtle. He knew he was a spy. he was a real spy. He wasn't just writing yeah. fiction like a lot of writers do. He was in on the deal. 
And I'm not saying he's a good guy or a bad guy, but he definitely accelerated getting the Germans out of Germany. The CIA is a German network. Yeah. They, they, if you check the history out of it, this is not made up. You can find it in mainstream literature. Even in Wikipedia will tell you the story of how we took their spy network and interposed it into the CIA. And look at Yale. Yale and Skull and Bones is all part of the German network. Hmm. Well, Mr. Bergstrom, I have to tell you, you're probably one of the finest researchers and crazy guys I know. So I love you. Thank you for, for being here once a month. It's just a trip. Thank you for being here. Too. Oh, it's always, a, it's always a trip having you, and uh, uh, appreciate it. Go support Adam. Go to solartiming.com, sunsinknutrition.com. Look at his blogs. Uh, get some of his e-books. And um, so, Adam, anytime, I mean, you know, we have a lot of land in Texas, brother. You can just come on over and find a little plot <laughs> Believe somewhere. Me, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we always want to have a plan B. Yeah. Right now, we're hanging out here. But I tell you, it uh, when, when Newsom made it mandatory for kids to have that, yeah. to go to school, Something. private, Something's not good, or right? Whatever. Yeah. That was beyond the beyond. That put me into shock. I'm still recuperating a couple of days later after hearing that. Uh, that's when I realized the, uh, the severity of the situation right. here in California. Right. Have you heard uh, feedback, pushback, and stuff from just moms and, and families in California about this this idea? Not many. Of course, you situation. wouldn't know, though, would you, Adam? Because of the media, how would you know, right? You wouldn't really know. You don't. No. See, that's why they, they, they want to put people like you and uh, Dave Cullen, David Knight, all these other people, True News, out of business. They deplatform them very quickly. You have to be very well. You know, are you in Facebook jail again? Are you out? I'm, I'm, in, I'm still in Facebook jail. I, I think I have 10 more days and then I'll be out of jail for the. But, oh, you can get out. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Good you, anyway. Yeah, you get out every 30 days. So I'm going to be careful. Because we really get a lot of action out of Facebook. We get a lot of people that find our show. So um, Sharon and I have been talking about it, so I'm just going to have to be, you know, watch my P's and Q's and talk more in poetics or something. Or, you know, so I have to Yeah, be, I talk about other things too on Facebook. Say MeWe is where the horns come out. That's where you're on MeWe, you get more horny. You're, we're on, has, yeah. Have you ever looked in Telegram? That's pretty cool. We have a lot of people on Telegram. Well, we we didn't want to sign up with all the information they wanted. Vibrant gal living in a communist country doesn't want to oh, give her numbers. Did or they anything. ask for a lot of information? I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah, they did. What? Telephone. Yeah, telephone number. She won't give a telephone number. That's the worst thing you could give. <laughs> oh, I don't remember giving them that. We'll just give them a phony one. But anyway, so Telegram's kind of fun because nobody We've bothers you. We've done that you. before. <laughs> <laughs> nobody bothers you there and and people, you know, they like it, and we, you know, you know, we don't have, you know, close to four hundred people, but you know, it's a little crowd, and right. they 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 uh, post all We're kinds. We're on Bitchute too. Uh, I even have a, a posting videos again on uh, Bitchute. And, oh, good. Uh, me, we are we on Gab too? We just don't use it. We're on Gab too, so we're we're spreading out. Gab's pretty cool. They're, they're good people there, aren't they? Gab is he's a good, good guy. People. Yeah, he's a good guy. And David Wolf was going to be yeah, on Wednesday. Brand new tube is another good one. I'm sorry. Brand new tube is another good one. Brand new There's tube. a lot of alternatives coming out now, and 
you too better be careful well and and david wolf who's going to be here wednesday i'm looking forward to talking to david he says that the fellow the telegram guy is really cool that he's known him forever all right you know so um whatever we do what we can and you know there's always a way right always a way always yeah, a way. we got to be smarter than them okay kiddo you stay out of there uh, stay out of trouble up there and if you see famous movie stars with a lot of money just tell them we said hi and that they should just start your <laughs> invest in your operation your new operation which the only is, yeah. the only screenwriter we knew in person escaped to portugal now <laughs> oh really but when you do yeah. get your when your ship comes in and you're going to start your whole school on solar nutrition and that you should just move to texas and florida and do it and not get out of there you know you know what i mean we're keeping that we keep it in texas in mind i yeah. have you know i've lived every place from el paso on one side of the state yeah. to uh port arthur on the other side port arthur the capital of louisiana you know because of all the cajun people there and you can't even say cajun anymore because one thing you have to be careful you put asian or yellow or red on facebook you can get kicked off oh, doing sure. that now oh, yeah, yeah. Woke culture. Anyway, you gotta mind thank your, you, Patrick. Yeah, thank you, sir. I love you. Take take care. Biden, uh, Brian Gal, you you keep that fellow on a short leash now. Keep him out of trouble. <laughs> he keeps me on a leash. You're right. <laughs> I'm dangerous otherwise. I'll see you soon. Talk, take care of yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. May the blessings be. What a great guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a real deal. Adam Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe. Chronobiotic nutrition. Get his book. You can probably get it. Anywhere books are sold, I think you can even go on Amazon, but don't tell anybody I told you. Um, uh, yes, no, maybe, chronobiotic nutrition. We're going to have fun tomorrow. We're going to talk to Crow777. He, he's a talk show guy, but he's, and, uh, he's into a lot of fun things like, he's not a flat earther per se, but he's definitely not a heliocentric spinning around the sun guy. We'll find out more. He put a camera on the moon one time for about a week and just looked at the stuff going around it. But we're going to talk about satellites that aren't really satellites. They're just helium balloons. Did you know that? Yeah. What can I tell you? And uh, I think I think Crow is also a fellow that doesn't really believe that all these countries have nuclear weapons, that it's just a, a big scam just to keep people on their toes. Wouldn't that be cool? I kind of believe that's true too. But me, these days, I don't believe anything. Except I'm soul, I'm free, and I love God. So I will see you tomorrow. Uh, we will talk with Grove 7777. And then uh, Fred Dashevsky with The Real World of Money, David Wolf, will be here on Wednesday. Get your question, questions in for David Wolf if you got some. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for your ongoing support. I love you all very much. Thank you. May the blessings be. Take care of yourselves and stay out of trouble. It's a brave new world, but we're going to be fine. You know, it's just we're, we're going to be fine. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.